south of the border Down Mexico way That's where I fell in love When the stars above came out to play And now as I wander My thoughts ever stray South of the border Down Mexico way She was a picture In old Spanish lace Just for a tender while I kissed the smile upon her face Cause it was fiesta And we were so gay South of the border Mexico way Then she sighed as she whispered manana Never dreaming that we were parting And I lied as I whispered manana Cause our tomorrow never came South of the border I jumped back one day There in a veil of white by the candlelight She knelt to pray The mission bells told me That I mustn't stay South of the border Mexico way Mission bells told me, ding dong, that I must not stay, stay south of the border, down Mexico way. I, I,
fun-filled edition of, that's right, you guessed it, The Arnie State Show. Now, now before I get going here, I, I just want to, you, you know, last week I broke down some TV shows, and if you think I can break down TV shows in today's modern lingo and world, just wait to see what I do with the first three songs I just played there, which I just erased because I'm so stupid. So they, it, it's okay, I remember what they were. The first one, it, now see, we used to listen to music and go, man, that's a good song. That guy's good singing. First guy up, Frank Sinatra, singing south of the border, down Mexico way. Now, this is a tough guy, tough Italian fella, grew up on the mean streets of New York. And he's singing this song right here. Hold on a second. Frank, get to it. Come on, Frank. The mission. Cultural appropriation. My God. My God. How insensitive could that song be? That is nothing but cultural appropriation. Really, a white Italian fella is singing I, 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 I in a song about Mexico where he, he deflowered some young gal. Then he came back, and it was her wedding day, and he heard the church bells, and he said, well, I better not do that. God almighty. And to think that we all just used to like it as a song. How about this next one? This next one from Tom Dutton. Oh, my God. It already sounds like a fucking serial killer. This song about a gal who's two-timing her man, and this is not the right man to do it to. He's kind of like Ike Turner. Here we go. Ready? You ready? Here we go. I 
violence. We can't have that in music. That is horrible to sing about real-life incidents like that. Oh, my God. Get that off the radio immediately. And then the last one. Oh, how dare this son of a bitch sing about America. Now, we can break this down every way you, possible. Trash Panda, I already know you hate it because it's Neil. He's singing a song that's pro-American. Oh, my God, this is a alt-right-wing fucking crazy man, Neil Diamond. Now, you could also see it from the left and saying, hey, this is our anthem. The immigrants are coming. The immigrants are coming. But I think the saddest part of this entire song is the people it affects at the end. You know who I'm talking about. I'm talking about the people who... When, when are they coming? Sweet land of liberty. Today. Time deaf people. They don't know what today is. When is that? I can't make it. How dare you, Neil Diamond. You crazy man. And by the way, if you say anything bad about that song, you're anti-Semitic too. So we'll, we'll just get everybody encorpused in there. But you see, we used to be grown-ups, and we used to be able to listen to songs and go, that's a great song. And if we didn't like the song, you know what we did? We did what I just did there. I stopped it. And I don't play it anymore. So there you go. That's where we, 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 we were and where we are. We're Benjamin Buttoning. We're reverting into little titty babies. That's what we're reverting into. I, 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 look, that hit me when I was playing those songs. I was like, and I didn't really put them in that order to, to do this whole quote-unquote bit. It just kind of hit me there at the end. Because as I think about these songs that get all kinds of shit, uh, the Richmond, North of Richmond, um, Don't Try This in a Small Town, they're good songs. I, look, I'm not a Jason Aldean fan, but I, I've heard the song. It's, it's not a bad song, but I'm not going to go around playing. But it's a song. And shitbag Garth Brooks got his Thunder Rolls video fucking banned because, well, it was domestic violence. That wasn't that good a song. They're songs, people. What you should be threatened at is that if a song could sway a person's vote, that's what you should be worried about. You should be worried about your fellow man sitting there at a stoplight, and all of a sudden on the radio pops up, you know, try this in a small town, and he gets offended by that. That's what you got to worry about, the stupidity of the Americans that are now voting. So there you go. Let's say some good morning, shall we? Uh, we've gotten into it. Oh, I've got, I've got another thing to go off on here in just a second. Y- y- y'all, are just, y- y'all are doing too much. I'm just telling you, y'all are doing too much. Uh, first one here today, hockey player. This happy hump day. Ass family. Well, happy hump day right back to you, my man. Hey. It's Enrico Palazzo! There we go, Jazzman! Pump day! Uh, Ass family, let's do this shit. Goal! Hey, yo! Happy 
Hump day. Chicos and chicas. We'll right back at you there, Razor Ramon. Please be a fart. Please be a fart. Please be a fart. I should be fine if I don't push too hard. Ah, good morning, ass family from the good dare. Best way to start almost halfway point of the week. Indeed it is. Oh, I love trash. Ass Panda says, good morning, ass family. Let's get this hump day. Hump day. Going, indeed. Oh, there she is. Oh, my lucky stars. The one, the only bratty kid is in the house. No way. Okay, all right, Jesus, I get it. No wire fucking hangers. Whitewash says, morning, everyone. Happy. We'll right back at you. My man Derek is in the house. Becca, Becca. Says, good morning, ass family. And just like that, it is. Hump day. Uh, yes, it is. Mad Hatter up in here. Shitter was full. Good morning, ass. Well, good morning right back at you. It's T-shirt time? Oh, it is. There he is. It is 12 It's T-shirt time. Rhino from 45printing.com, where you can get all the shirts that you need, that you want. If you want one, you can get one. If you want 20, you can get 20. And he can do anything. Now, now I've reverted to Texas Longhorn shirts for this week. Um, because the game is is Saturday, and, and look, look look here, it's like two and a half days away. I'm salivating. I'm so ready for it. Cannot wait. I'll be up at fucking six o'clock in the morning watching pregame shows. Jerseys ready to go. New hats from 4T5 Printing, the official headgear of this college football season, which I'm wearing right now. We'll be ready to go. I'm fired up, baby. Rice, you don't stand a chance. Tomorrow, Joe Murphy and I, we got some sports to talk about, but then it is all about college football. I cannot wait. I'm starting to sound like Jim Rome. Tremendous. Uh, but good morning to you, my friend, uh, Rhino. I hope that you are doing well. Swoosh says morning, ass family. Christopher up in the heezy for you sheezy. You fucking whore. Fuck yeah, that's it. Go home. Get my dinner ready. Christopher, waving the American flag. Good morning, my friend. Oh, I'm excited. The Equalizer 3 this weekend. Whoa. I got, I got a busy weekend, I got to tell you. I'm kind of excited. Haven't had a busy weekend like this in a while. So I got Equalizer 3 Thursday. Bam. Oh, by the way, going to the doctor today. Going to figure out the nosebleed situation. And because when you get old and you spend a lot of time in the sun, you get these cool things that are called skin tags. And let me tell you, fellas, the gals find them sexy. And that's why I'm getting them frozen off today. Cannot wait. Oh, I'm sure shower tomorrow is going to be hell, but it'll be worth it. So then, it got equalized three tomorrow. Friday, a night with Kevin Von Erich. Oh, by the way, on Friday's show, Tommy's going to be here. Bam. And then, and then, I don't even know if I'm going to sleep after Kevin Von Erich because I'm going to be so excited talking about world-class championship wrestling. But then, I got Longhorns game the next day. It's like I'm eight years old again. 
I am so looking forward to this weekend. And if anybody ruins it, I will, I will, I will, I will, I will, I will eat their jugular. I will eat their jugular vein. <sighs> but yeah, so I got all that going on. So I, 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 I'm pretty amped up. I'm pretty excited. Got to tell you, uh, Trash Panda said no when when I started playing the Neil Diamond. Sorry, man. Every every once in a while, I I, I got to play him. Hello, Hi. my baby. Hello, my honey. Hello, my ragtime cow. Says good morning, Arnie and Ass family. Well, good morning to you, Sanchez family. Free at last. Free at last. Thank God Almighty, we are free at last. He rised. I mean, I'm wearing my shirt, niggas for Trump 2024, and I mean that. Uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm working on your song. Don't worry, you'll get your Oklahoma song back. But hey, hey, I was a little busy this morning sleeping. So uh, sorry about that. I apologize. But you will get it back. It, and maybe I'll somehow work that in there because, you know, sometimes I'm I'm pretty talented. Oh, my little Roy toy. What is it about good sex that makes me have to crap? I don't know, but Roy says happy hump day. Everyone, Stinkfist says, good morning, ass. There's a rare A's win for you, Arnie. You're welcome. Hell yeah, and the Rangers won last night, too. Woo! Two in a row. Bullpen didn't blow it. We were up two to nothing. Going in the bottom of the ninth, we won two to one. Fuck, it was scary. I'll tell you what. See, this is why I don't get horror movies. I don't like to be scared. Being scared sucks. Uh, it, and and watching the end of the Rangers games the last two nights, I have been scared. I have been terrified. Oh, it's just, it, it, but but they made it through. So I was like, okay. But hey, you horror people, it's like you hot food people. And I ain't talking about hot from heat. I'm talking about Scoville people. Y'all people, I just don't get. But hey, m- more power to you. That means that means you get to have all the fucking habanero, ghost pepper, fucking burn your asshole, chili peppers that you want. Because I ain't going to eat none of them. And I'm fat and I eat a lot. But but don't worry, because I don't want any of it. Safe like repair, safe like replace. See, safety guy gets it. He says, Mike, 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 guess what day it is. Good morning. Pump day. Uh, my man Fred is all up in the house. Why can't car seats fit in the back of a Mustang? Because men can't have kids with other men. He says, good. Pump day. Ah, uh, there they are, the saints of the show. <laughs> Timmy and Nicole, good morning, top of the morning to ya. Mr. J says, good morning, everybody. Safety guy says, don't forget about baby, it's cold outside. Two live crew pop that pussy. First two are amazing singers. Last guy sucks. <laughs> oh, my. Real diamond concert and camping trip was success. Got an encore song. So, of course, it was Sweet Caroline. Right before the ranger came and shut the singing down. That is fantastic. Oh, you got to get video next time or it didn't happen. We're not going to bow down and kiss the ring of the alphabet cult. Cowboys girl, good morning to you. She says, good morning, ass family. Happy. Day. Uh, if you don't chew Big Red, then f*** you. Damn right, Battleborn. Happy hump day, ass family. Day. Uh, Alicia. I took a dump at work. Man, I pooped on the public. Oh, gang's here today. I took a dump at work. 
Says morning ass family, you're out. He's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, just a wow. great guy and really uh, very, very knowledgeable. Wow. He has a tremendous memory. Mm-hmm. I do. And I do. really enjoyed being with him. Oh yeah. man, you're out. Oh God. The season finale at Justified was last night. One of the greatest finales I've ever seen. Oh. And there's a huge cliffhanger. That is awesome. Oh, God. Writers, come back from strike. Let's go. I'm ready for Justified uh, to Kentucky Boogaloo. Oh, it's going to. Oh, my God. I actually threw my hands in the air in the, in the, in the last scene. My hands were in the I I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, so good. I'm removing one of uh, off a friend's dog this weekend. Oh, skin tag, yeah. A uh, remixed version of Oklahoma and Trump fans, yes. Uh, spicy ham. I went to Chick-fil-A yesterday just for two, and they ran out of the new chicken sandwich. How do you run out of a new chicken sandwich? You can't run out of a new chicken sandwich. You're going you're gonna, to you're gonna use all these millions and millions of dollars to promote your new chicken sandwich. You get it on Morning Joe. Hell, you got me to talk about it, and I had to pay for it. How you run out? How do you run out? Are you that stupid? No. Uh-uh. No. This, this is unacceptable. In the year of our Lord, 2023, how you run out? Oh, we didn't make enough. Why? Why didn't you make enough? You knew how much money you were spending marketing this. It's the first new sandwich you've had in eight years, and you don't think your crazy, wild, fucking Chick-fil-A fans are going to fucking go there in in droves? Well, we probably didn't think about that. Supply chain issue due to COVID. Same people that brought the Mexican pizza back just to change the release of new Chick-fil-A. Yeah, they did this with, and I, this is bullshit. I, I tell you, this is one reason why I am very salty to Chick-fil-A employees. I, you know, Chick-fil-A employees, well, mainly the one by my house. I don't like them motherfuckers at all. At all. Bunch of 14, 15-year-old virgins out there trying to get my damn order. Can't spell my name. A-R-N-I-E. It's not that fucking hard. You don't have to be Sheldon Cooper to fucking spell Arnie. And you put on their black Chevy truck. I'm behind a white car, and there's another white car behind me. We got a reverse Oreo going here. Big black truck. Because you won't write my name down when I say it's Satan. Did that one time. I've I've gone by God. And, oh man, and 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 I don't know the proper time. Look, may, maybe I need help. I don't know the proper time to ask for sauces. Do you ask for that when you first order? Because there's always somebody in between the first order person that takes your credit card or your money, right? There's always somebody between that person and in the window. 
And then there's like 15 people working the window, but only one guy inside. I want to catch up the other day. I, I, I just want to catch up. I didn't know I was going to need more honey. By the way, new sandwich, about 7 out of 10. If you add extra honey to it, probably about 9 out of 10. But I had to wait for ketchup, and I ordered it twice. I was like, fuck, where do I order this shit? Mm. You ask after you order it and at the window. Okay, all right. See what happens when you don't have white privilege? They don't know because your truck is black. Yes, thank you, V Coop. I like to butt fuck fine ladies. Will I choke, hold a bitch? Well, maybe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There he is. Ogre! Buenos dias, amigo! Uh, he says, Buenos dias. Sounds like Red Lobster English Shrimp. They were out of two flavors. Bullshit. You can't, oh, no, oh, oh, wait a second. Hold on, hold on. Whoa. Ha, ha, ha. That, 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 that. What is this fucking hell you talk of, Sanchez family? You went to a Red Lobster. Endless shrimp night, and they were out of two flavors? No, I I wouldn't have paid. I would not have paid. No, no, no. See, this, 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 this goes down a John Panette route. The late, great comedian, big, fat guy, one 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 of my favorite comedians that was really pretty much clean. John Panette. He's a genius. And he was fat, and he made fun of himself, and it was great. And as a fat kid who loved comedy, he was, he was somebody you go, oh, okay, well, he just doesn't say fuck enough. So, all right. But he talked about this. When they kick him out of an all-you-can-eat place, they, you, you can't get kicked out. You're advertising all you can eat. You imagine if you opened up one of those in fucking Ethiopia? You would never close. Ever. And here's the thing. You can't run out. Red Lobster, you're a conglomerate. You can't run out of endless shrimp. Then then that's false advertising and I'm suing you. Because obviously there was an end to the shrimp. And CSAC commissioner trains at our gym. He's originally from Georgia and he was raving all about the new Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich. I uh, was talking about how it's got pimento cheese, and I told him, Andy, that's your southern roots coming out there. Oh, amen to that. Good man right there. I have a layover in Dallas in a couple weeks. Is there a Whataburger in DFW? I need to try it. Yes, there. I don't know where it is in DFW, but I know that they have them there. You should fly into Love Field because you can get all the taste of Texas right there. But, yes, they will have a Whataburger. It's somewhere in there. It might be one or two gates if you have enough time, but you got to do it, brother. Uh, let's see. Uh, where did I read that? Where did that thing? Yeah. You know, Stink Fist, uh, not far in the airport, at least last time I was there. Didn't say until uh, we sat down, we paid our drinks and left. Okay. So we have Raising Canes now, or whatever the fuck it's called. And when they open lines down the street for chicken, I had some of my kids open house at school, provided by the school, and they were the definition of meh, like KFC tenders, but soggy and lifeless. Oh, ogre, don't get me started. Don't give me look the the lines at Raisin Cane's here are ridiculous. 
and the chicken is kind of you you describe it's very soggy yeah it, uh and their 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 special sauce that that brown sauce they got it's good ain't as good as chick-fil-a sauce but see and and what was it what was that damn korean chicken place Y'all know the name of it, Gokali, and it has, like, spaghetti on the menu and chicken. And they opened one of them. We were, we were driving out to, a, we're going up to Frisco, and uh, we saw the grand opening of this. And the line was incredible. I mean, it went down the on-ramp. That's how long this fucking line was. And I haven't had it yet. And the lines are still crazy there, but it's like, it, it's chicken, y'all. Uh, love that guy, Chinese accent. You big boy, you go now, yeah. Uh, big ass fan. Let's see, what is this? this is jumping it? <laughs> Calm down, buddy. Oh, there we go, <laughs> fat boys. <laughs> All you can eat. Oh, that and that's the way it feels when you know, like when I know I'm strapping it on. The last time I I got to strap it on, I think was uh, when we went to Nashville, and they had a Shoney's of Big Boys, and I love their fucking breakfast buffet. Boy, I wore sweatpants to that motherfucker. Oh, I love me breakfast buffet. I can do damage to. And at one time, there was, this, there was a place in uh, St. Louis, and we used to go there when I, when I visited my sisters when my dad was alive and when my sisters were alive to me. And uh, I forget the name of it, Trotters or something like that. And at one night a week, they had all-you-could-eat ribs, but you couldn't take anything home. And they had this huge salad bar, and they had pulled pork, and they had... It was like a it was like a buffet, a barbecue buffet, which is like the dream. I mean, it, the, 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 that would be the dream restaurant to open, a barbecue buffet place. I ain't talking about Korean barbecue. I'm talking about good old fashioned red, white, and blue barbecue. You can have your North Carolina sauce, that that the 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 nasty ass shit from Kansas City. It's vinegar based. Then you can have the sweet shit. You can, you can eat it unrubbed, whatever. I want a barbecue buffet. And I'm going to tell you this right now. They open up barbecue buffet, I'm going to get fat. And I, I'm talking 600-pound sister's fat. Because I will live there. Over on the side, yeah, plus you got the salad bar for all the gals. Of course, you got your sides. You got to have, you know, potato salad for weirdos. You got to have mac and cheese. Green beans, all all the sides. You got to have all the sides. Then you got the desserts. You got to have to have some sort of cobbler-esque dish, some ice cream. Does Does that not sound like heaven? How is that not a restaurant? I imagine some of y'all are on the verge of tears thinking about how great this is, because I am. I would walk into that place and go, I am home. I would never have to eat another steak again if I had a barbecue buffet place. 
I love steaks, don't get me wrong. But if there was a barbecue buffet place, and I think if I were to, to win the lottery, I might open this place. And I would call it Arnie's Big Barbecue Buffet Place. And do you know how, uh, uh, see, I, I, I like to entertain people. I like to interfor- inform people. I like to make people's days better. And at Arnie's Big Barbecue Buffet Place, I don't know how I didn't make your day better. I, 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 I have given you the taste of sunshine. <laughs> That's even a little gay for me. Oh, boy, there's the dream right now. Arnie's Big Barbecue Buffet Place. First letter has to be an A, of course. I mean, uh, KFC Nuggets are the bomb if they don't burn them. I've heard that. I, I've, I've heard they aren't bad. I've, I've, I've actually heard they're pretty good, but I haven't had them yet. Uh, first thing I said after tasting the sauce was Chick-fil-A sauce is way better. I wouldn't even try one that came over because they hired my daughter before it opened. First few days, she and another employee were stealing other employees' stuff. When my daughter said something, the manager did they nothing, so she quit, and I refused to try. Okay. Joel Boy, or Joel B. That's the name of that Korean place. I still don't get it. What are you strapping on? Oh, I'm strapping on the fat boy clothes. Shoney's was bomb when I was a kid. Tried one in Branson recently, and it was dog shit now. The one in Nashville was pretty good. Uh, Stinkfist, last time I was in that airport was 2017, flew in. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure they have a, a Whataburger there. How many slices of bacon do you put away in breakfast buffet? I, here's the thing, big-ass fan, I'm not a huge bacon guy. I, and especially now that I have dentures, bacon's tough on me. And, and I, was, I always liked bacon. That'd be my go-to always. Um, I tell you what, my problem is I load up on gravy. Because I pretty much put gravy on everything. So so you get the egg, and, and you can't get fresh eggs. You have to get scrambled eggs, which are my least favorite eggs. So I put some bacon on the side, of course, like, I don't know, 10 pieces. And then you get the, the, the biscuit and the gravy, and then you get the, the, the McPotatoes with the, you know, the peppers in there, the home-style potatoes. Get that, pour gravy on that. Maybe you get a couple sausages, you get sausage, you got to pour a little syrup on that. And then you go back to the table, and then you come back, you get a piece of fried chicken from the night before, because you're at a buffet, you, you know there's going to be fried chicken there. Imagine if Dickie's had a buffet. Oh, that just made my, me- that, that, that made my knees wobble there. Uh, all you can eat barbecue, that's a stomach boner. Oh, I know, right? I, I thought about opening a restaurant where that serves our, let's say, endangered. <laughs> the restaurant will come with defibrillators or at least a script for cholesterol meds. Fat on his forehead, fat. Oh, yeah. Uh, open up a restaurant called Fun Arnie's Table or Fat. That's not bad. Uh, we've got a few local chicken places here in Fresno. They're pretty good. We got a place called the Chicken Shack. Way the fuck better than Raising Cane's. Yeah, Raising Cane's is. Uh, hey, we have Chicken Express here too, and I, I vowed never to eat there after I got food poisoning one year. At a Longhorns game, I almost shit myself at a Longhorns game. That was not fun. Hmm. Uh, but. 
look, man, it, it's chicken. Everybody thinks that they do chicken better than everybody. Okay, we, we got golden chick here, too, that a lot of people like. I, I ain't never eaten golden chick. Except when they had Fletcher's Corny Dogs, then, then I did eat there. All right, uh, look, hey, I'm just trying to be honest with you. Because who knows, you know, when I'm going to be in front of a Senate subcommittee meeting. Who knows, maybe over after a, a gag about the pros and cons of slavery. I don't know. Getting the meat sweats, thinking about it. Better have a few AEDs on hand and an ambulance parked outside. Trash Panda says, I'm so moist just listening to you and thinking about the barbecue buffet. Uh, Jolly Bee, the Filipino place, yeah. Jolly Bee is fucking good, too. Okay, I, like, I, I didn't say it wasn't. It's just, it's chicken, okay? And, and everybody likes different kind of chicken. See, see, this is, this is what I love, is that... Especially doing this show because y'all have your opinions, I have my opinion, and we still love each other when it's all said and done. But with that all being said, with all due respect, and you know I mean nothing by that, I do not get you fucking super hot people. You people that need fucking five alarm fucking chilies and and Scovilles, and I, I don't get it. Is it look, look, I'm going to ask a question. This has been bugging me. Because I've been watching a lot of cooking shows lately. What's the appeal? It, 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 do they, can you actually taste anything? Or is your tongue so on fire and you truly hate your asshole? What is the appeal? Is it like a sport? The higher you go, like if it's a, if it's a competition, I can kind of get that. I was an athlete, and I was pretty good at one time, and then I was in radio, and it was very competitive. We were real good at that, so I, I don't need to compete at this. But if it's a competition, I can get it. Uh, what's the biggest buffet place you've ever been to, and, and which one works best? I know those could be two different things. Uh, v Coop, what is happening, brother? So as a world traveler, I can answer your question on mm. what it is about the heat thing. Okay, good. It is called uh, food poisoning. So... <laughs> When you go to all these other countries that can't cook worth a shit or um, have living creatures inside their food, then you want to eat something that will help kill it other than your stomach acid. You know what? That makes a whole lot of sense. But 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 hold on a second here. See, this is why they always tell you to put some sort of a sauce on raw raw oysters, like a like like a hot sauce or something, because the acids will kill whatever in there most of the time. So that's what you're saying? Yeah, except for the oyster thing. I think they do that because it helps it. Uh, it makes it easier for you to slide it out and straight into the trash. <laughs> oh, I agree. I think that's the grossest. I think oysters are fucking nasty. You know, my dad used to, we had these empty oyster shells. And my dad would get fresh oysters and he would broil them. Right, and they would. He and my mom would eat those, and they were the grossest fucking things. And then they would just scrub out the shells and use them for the next time. Who? God, I, oh God, that's so gross. Yeah, yeah, that's that ought to have smelled really good in a yeah. dishwasher. Yeah. Um. Uh. Can I can can I uh, interest you in maybe investing in Arnie's uh big uh, barbecue buffet place? Absolutely, and I was uh. <laughs> 
See, I was thinking maybe there's a way we could shorten it and make it a little misleading to where it would be ABS and it looked like abs. Mm. And so people would actually just think it was healthy. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. So we, well, okay, here we go. Uh, abs, ABS. Okay. So we go Arnie's and under B, big barbecue buffet and then S, spot. Exactly. Bam. And then it will have like a six pack, but it'll be, but we won't show the ribs. It'll be a six pack of ribs all cut up. I like it. I like that a lot. Yeah. I'll get you to the angel investment group here very soon, my friend. And then at abs, we don't give you boxes. We give good old fashioned doggy bags. <laughs> uh, all right, buddy. I'll see you. I got, I got to take this other one. Let's see. Uh, yes. Uh, yes. Hello, miss. This is breaking news, breaking news, breaking news. What was our little bet about the car? Who, who, how, how long have you been in this job? Uh, a week and a half. You're a winner, winner, chicken dinner. Shut the front door. We just sent a link to a new car. Or to the car. I, yeah. Um, I, I had to call and tell you. I had to give you props as soon as I got it. Okay. I, I, I appreciate that. That, uh, that, that, that helps the morning get a little bit better. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, because we have a lot to talk about when you get home. Oh, lovely. I can't wait. All right. Uh, love you. Talk to you. Bye. Uh, oh, that's so great. We, we had a bet that 2.0, who's now working at a car dealership, that it wouldn't take him. Brad came for a set a month, and he's going to say he needs a new car. And I said, whoa, whoa, Nelly. Slow your roll there. I'm going to say under two weeks. And I believe the uh, the good kid, uh, I, I believe that he, he took two weeks to a month. And I had it under two weeks. Bam. Someday. Someday people will listen to me. Um, what's the biggest buffet you have? The biggest buffet I've ever been to? Probably somewhere down in Vegas. Um. The Rio was really, really good. Um, you know, my I have to say that my favorite buffet, in, it's not necessarily the biggest, but it, it, it is. it was a big one, was uh, the Atlantis in Reno. I love the Atlantis breakfast buffet. If you got the right guy making the, uh, the make-your-own-omelets, he knew how to do them right by melting the cheese in between the, the, uh, the eggs. I'd always throw that guy like a five spot every time. And I didn't get to eat there that often. We, we only ate there on because we didn't get a lot of days off way back in the early days of uh, Scab and Arnie. So when we would eat there, it was a big deal. And uh, that, my favorite buffet is that one, I have to say. I, I don't know if it's as good as it once was, uh, but, man, oh, man, at one time it was the best. Uh, Triple Mama 5. Damn, damn, damn. Says we have Kiki's Chicken in Sacramento, way better than Kane's. Okay. Uh, ass Steak Shack, Arnie Steak Shack, ass. Okay, not bad. The thought of Dickie's Barbecue Buffet makes my knees wobbly. That just sounded gay. I don't care. B- barbecue Buffet doesn't make you fucking just salivate. Love Kiki's, don't really like the owner for a few reasons, but I love his chicken. Sexual fetish. About the around the world barbecue, you got your Texas barbecue, Louisiana barbecue. Oh, I like that. 
Maybe on yeah, one night a week we can have Asian barbecue. We can invite Mage to come down and make his Mongolian barbecue and his Korean barbecue then. Oh, I like that. That does sound pretty good. Amen to the hot food thing. I like my chilies. I like my Tabasco and Chihula, but the whole I eat peppers that kill mortals, I don't get. When you make tacos out of iguanas, you need something to cover the lizard taste. <laughs> Plus, iguana tastes like shit. I didn't lick my snot as a kid. I'm sure not as going to buy shell now. Oh, fried oysters. Ugh. Fried oysters dipped in sriracha are the shit. Uh, Arnie's barbecue spot. Went to Raising Cane's, and my chicken was crispy. The sauce was good, too. Cane's and Chick-fil-A, about the same for me. Kyle, that's about right. I mean, look, I, I'm a southern guy. I, I've always loved Chick-fil-A. Just always have. Harris Tahoe is good, too. Okay. All right. I've never eaten at that buffet. If buffet, uh, barbecue buffet doesn't make your knees weak, you need to have Senator McCarthy investigate your patriotism. Pink and Scab, are you in the subject uh, of their lawsuit they were alluding to? I, I have no idea. I still don't know what it's about. I just I just look at them now, and I just kind of I chuckle at them. They're a cartoon of themselves. They've done to themselves what we all vowed never to do, and that was make a cartoon of ourselves. That's all they are. Having to do doo-doo and pee-pee talk on the air still. Grow up. Uh, all right. Once again, now, 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 now. Here, look, look. We're talking about food here. Uh, today's listener mail day. We got, we got all kinds of stories we can get to and and, and get to and get to. But and uh, can, can can we just say enough is enough now, people? I at one time enjoyed bagels a lot. I like bagels, not not in locks, but just bagels. And I really enjoyed the everything bagel. And the best everything bagel, I always said, was at Winco. <laughs> the equivalent of Ric Flair's last year. Man, that's beautifully put. I loved it. I love it, and, and I'd go get them before the, you know when I was earning the intern. I would go and get these uh, everything bagels. Man, we'd get cream cheese, butter, all that kind of good stuff, right? And you eat the bottom part first because there ain't really a lot of good shit on that. Because the top shit's got all everything on there: garlic, salt, pepper, everything. That's why they call it the everything bagel. But y'all, motherfucker. See, you did this to bacon, and you're, you're going to baconize this for me now. They are introducing, a, a Pringles is introducing an everything bageled flavor potato chip. Now, I, I, I watch a lot of daytime TV because, well, I, I really don't work. Um and I saw an ad for some one of them crunchy-ass granola bars. Remember as a kid, if y'all are old like me, y'all remember a time when granola bars were fucking rock hard. You almost had to soak a granola bar in water. You would chomp down on that, break a couple fucking fillings. Mm, but the peanut butter, the, I, I remember the, the package was orange. That was the peanut butter one. The, the honey and oats was green. 
And if you didn't get green or orange, you were like, oh, God. Nature's Valley. That's what they were. Nature's Valley granola bars. And then all of a sudden, chewy granola bars came out. Granola candy, granola this, granola that. See, I'm, I'm from the dark days of granola. I'm like, I, I, I'm like a WW2 vet when it comes to granola. I've seen some things, man. Those old granola bars are the equivalent of grape nut cereal. I don't get that, boy. That's what that, the colon blower. But you're absolutely right. It's like, why don't you just eat metal? So anyway, Pringles, who I love, who I think go too far sometimes, have gone too far. Okay, but we don't need chips to taste like an everything bagel. You know what we need to taste like an everything bagel? An everything bagel. If you want to make an everything bagel hot dog, hey, I'm not going to frown at that. I'm going to say give me two. I think they do make that. Granola is so fattening. They're smothered in sugar and used to congeal fatty oils to keep it together. Uh, Alicia says, I love grape nuts. Well, uh, real quick, let's just go. Uh, surprise, surprise, surprise. Uh-huh. Mm-mm. But really, do we need this? Do, do, do we need this, the everything bagel chip? And, and, you know, here's the thing. I imagine they probably taste pretty good. But see, <sighs> Rice says grape nuts are the best. Jesus. She's, she's part Italian. She likes grape nuts. <laughs> I just, I, I don't even know anymore. I, I, you see all these chips and you go... Can't we just work on making, like, three or four flavors, like, absolutely even better? Like, what's so wrong with trying to enhance the sour cream and chive chip? I think it's delicious, or sour cream and onion, whatever you want to call it. It's my favorite chip. I haven't seen any improvement to that in 52 years. Oh, but we have an everything pizza clip chip. I want everything pizza, Jay. If I want everything pizza, I'm going to go get pizza. See, this is this marketing shit. This is what they, uh, my most hated marketing campaign of all time, and I know I think too much on things, but I don't care, was for whatever the fucking near beer was. I forget the name of it, but I remember the slogan. It's what beer drinkers drink when they're not drinking beer. Does she like these nuts? Oh, Warbird, my man. I hope that you are doing well today. Well, I got to play his thing. Of course, Warbird's here. You're talking to the Rolex wearing, diamond ring wearing, kiss stealing, wheeling dealing, limousine riding. Jet flag, son of a gun, and I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. Woo! Woo! Warbird, my man. Three days away, my friend. Three days. Uh, grape nuts and yogurt is yummy. No, it's not. 
Uh, they need a chip called Regret and Desperation flavored with Miley Cyrus's sweat. Oh, duels. I still have nightmares about my mom saying we have cereal at home. The cereal, the worst in the world, grape nuts. Oh, oh, I love Grandma's house. I, I look. Uh, let me write down O'Doul's because I'll, I'll come back to this. I, I need to go on a a quick venture down memory lane here. My parents, they let me drink Dr Pepper, and that was their thing. And I drank a lot of Dr Pepper. Hence, this athletic body that I have. We didn't have a lot of treats at the house. We'd get ice cream about once a month. Plus, it was, you know, it was expensive. We didn't have a lot back then. I mean, we didn't get Bluebell. We got fucking store brand. I know it rolls off the tongue the same way. Bluebell, store brand. Big difference in taste. Um... Cereal was one of those things that that I never, ever got any good cereal at home. It was Raisin Bran, Cheerios. And and, and look, y'all can like that, but this is coming from the palate of a six- or seven-year-old kid that watches Saturday morning cartoons like There's No Tomorrow, which are all advertised by pretty much cereal companies. The Life, remember Life cereal, the cinnamon flavor? Oh, Mikey likes it. We had Life. And it wasn't until my father tasted Cinnamon Toast Crunch that we were ever allowed to have that because he loved that. But that was his cereal. <laughs> but my grandmother, on the other hand, oh, man. Now my 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 grandmother her favorite cereal this is no it was 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 puffed rice. I'm not kidding. Quaker Oats puffed rice she ate that that shit is t- I tried it once that was the worst thing I ever tried. Honey Nut Cheerios or the plain ones the plain ones oh this is day this is years before Honey Nut. Now see I I would add a shit ton of sugar to all those. To make them go down, and then that last spoonful, you get that ooey-gooey sugar, and you eat that. Well, my parents caught on to that quite quickly because they were trying for me to watch my weight, even though it was all the damn Dr. Pepper they let me drink. Oh, and the giant steaks my father would serve me on Sundays. But but then they changed everything, and they changed everything to sweet and low. Now, I know there's a lot of people that like sweet and low out there. Or it, it, my, my darling wife, she loves Splenda. I'm going to tell you right now, there is a huge taste difference. And if you're expecting the, the sweet nectar of sugar, and you get a tongue full of sweet and low, that's the worst taste in the world. That is That is, that is... That's like you've been stung by a fucking rattlesnake right in the damn tongue. And you, and you try to fight, and you look for that, that sugary fucking goo, and it's kind of there, and you're like, oh, no. You don't even eat it. 
And then you go to grandma's house. You go to grandma's house where she's got cocoa puffs, fruity pebbles, cocoa pebbles, fruit loops, tricks. She got all of it. Count Chocula. I got a box of Count Chocula. I need to eat that shit. I'm diabetic. He wants me to eat regular sugar and die. No. Not at all. But, uh, oh, there's huge. And and don't try to tell people there ain't a taste difference. There's huge taste difference. Huge. Huge. So, uh, Grandma blessed me with getting all the great cereals. All the Keebler cookies, uh, got those too. That was another reason why I was fat. You let me spend all weekend at Grandma's house? Do you think I ate properly over there? I get an egg on toast at 6 o'clock in the morning. At about 8 o'clock in the morning, I'd have a big-ass bowl of sugary cereal and wash it down with a Dr. Pepper. Or even back then when my palate was fucking terrible, a Mountain Dew. Then it's time to eat lunch. Well, we didn't go to Tom Thumb yet, so we'll just go to McDonald's for lunch where I would would routinely get, it's no joke, a Big Mac and a Quarter Pounder. This is before the, this is right around the age of 10. Fries. Of course, I have to have Dr. Pepper to wash it down. Uh, Fried apple pie. Yes, please. Oh, can I get a shake too? Oh, absolutely, Arnie, you can. That would tie me off until about 5 o'clock. When they were getting ready for bed, my grandparents, my grandma and George, the big piece of shit. Five o'clock, she, my, my, my grandma said, like, you want something? And, and we had gone to Tom Thumb by now, got some groceries. Well, it's now time for a Totino's pizza. Eat that. Wash it down with a couple more Dr. Peppers. By about nine o'clock, I'm in food coma. Sleep till the next morning at six. Start it all up again. Possibly change McDonald's for Taco Bell or KFC, or even Long John Silver back in the day. Whataburger was kind of a trek. We would go there every once in a while, but it was kind of a trek, so we didn't go there that much. Oh, when they opened Wendy's, I was in heaven. They finally opened a Wendy's where right next to Long John Silver's where my grandmother lived. That's what we call in the business a game changer. See an H pure cane sugar. It's got to be good. It's in my initials. Uh, let's see. Uh, there's one reason to eat oysters. Anytime my wife and I are having an argument and I feel like making a point, I eat a platter of raw, oyster, raw oysters because those bad boys will make you harder than Chinese arithmetic. Before the end of the night, wife doesn't remember why. She was even. <laughs> uh, <laughs> not since they installed camera kiss on the bus, ogre. Oh, that's good shit right there. Oh, what a first hour it's been. Oh, back to the O'Doul's thing. And this bullshit marketing department. I'll tie it all together here. It's what beer drinkers drink when they're not drinking beer. Now, the words alone sound all cool and everything, like what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Well, unless it's an STD, then it travels. Okay, it's funny words. 
It's what beer drinkers drink. So beer drinkers are going to be drinking. But in their title, they're beer drinkers. So the only thing that they would drink would be beer. It's what beer drinkers drink when they're not drinking beer. Well, if a beer drinker is not drinking beer, they're not drinking anything. You you see what I'm saying? Beer drinkers, by definition, drink beer. And when beer drinkers are not drinking beer, let's see, I'll do the math here. This is that that special Chinese over the mountain. Mage would understand it. Math, where you got to do some clicks, and you got to have a couple different different uh, calculators, and you come up with it. And you say, when they're not drinking beer, they ain't drinking. Because that's the definition of not drinking beer, is not drinking. So your ad campaign is bullshit. It's false advertising. Because if beer drinkers aren't drinking beer, they're not drinking that fucking swill. O'Doul's the dry humping of fucking beer. That's what they should call it. It's what pussy fuckers fuck when they're not fucking pussy. You talking to... I'm sorry. Yeah, what kind of girls am I fucking when I'm not fucking girls? Well, obviously, you're fucking girls. It makes no sense. And they do this to us all the time with these advertisements. I'm not going to do that to you with abs. Arnie's Big Barbecue Buffet Spot. I still like place, but... Well, I'll ease into spot. Oh, man. No, 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 no. We aren't going to market anything healthy. We're going to have salad there, and it's gonna, and I'm going to have a big old sign up that says salad for the women and the pansies. That's who it's for. You got your sides. You, you can have your healthy hind. Here's your corn. Hey, and you know what? There's going to be a sign underneath it. If you're coming here to be healthy, fuck off. I probably can't say fuck off. If you're coming here to eat healthy, turn around. And the, it, it, late, late at night, it'll play it's fuck off, though. It'll be one of those, like, vacancy, no vacancy signs. Mm-mm, nothing healthy there. Mm, except your appetite. I can already see the commercials rolling out. Do you like barbecue? But do you really like barbecue? I mean... Do you like barbecue enough you would be willing to spend three, four hours a night eating it? Well, then come on down to Abs. Arnie's Big Barbecue Spot. We got everything. We got ribs. We got beef ribs. We got pork ribs. We got pulled pork. We got pork. Brisket? You goddamn right we got it. Oh, yeah, I would curse my ad. You're saying, wait a second there, fat guy. Well, my name's Arnie, but you can call me fat guy. Wait a minute, fat guy. Can I can I get some sides with that? Oh, of course you can get some sides with that. We got macaroni and cheese. We got green beans. We got potato salad. 
We, we've got mashed potatoes that look like they've been made over for everything, for twice-baked potatoes. Good corn. And for all you ladies and pansies, <laughs> we do have a wonderful salad bar. And I ain't going to chintz on the salad bar. I ain't going to chintz on the salad bar. It'll be a good salad bar. You have, like, three different kind of lettuce, some arugula. Got your sprouts in there. Got cucumbers. I like cucumbers, but now there will be a dressing station. Don't kid yourself. There will be a dressing station. You got your ranch. You got your oil and water. You got your blue cheese. You're going to have a big old vat of Thousand Island because that's what I like. You got a big old thing of Thousand Island. You want French? All right. Got that. Got big old ladles for that. Well, and, and then the com- commercial continues. Man, Arnie, after eating all that, man, I, I'm going to need a sweet treat. Well, you're in luck, friend. Because depending on what month it is, it's cobbler time. And cobbler is not cobbler unless you have soft serve ice cream to go with it, which we have. And then every month we change it up. Sometimes we have carrot cake. Sometimes we have brownies. Sometimes we steal those things from CeCe's the really, really good cinnamon rolls, and we put them out at Arnie's Big Barbecue Buffet Spot. <laughs> Keep scab out by having a wine rack at the front door. It tastes so good, it makes you slap your mama. You could have a hate-healthy happy hour. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. I will find a way to get to get queso infused in a liquor drink. Ah, the queso shot. Problem is, it would have to have tequila in it. Mm-mm. Yeah. I mean, it could go together. You get a bean dip shot. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. And, 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 and people like Gordon Ramsay would come there and Bobby Flay would come there. And they'd think, oh, it's a buffet spot. No, no. What I'm going to do is I, I'm going to get the best barbecuers in the world. We're going to get in there. We're going to make this the smokiest fucking smokehouse in the world. And, and smokers are going to be running 24-7. Greta, Greta Thunberg is going to protest my restaurant. Mm-mm. I am cutting down forests for wood. This ain't amateur hour, pal. I watch the Food Network. I know who knows how to grill. Every so often at Arnie's big barbecue buffet spot. You ready for this? You ready? And it's going to happen here. This is, this is where it happens. This is where the dream happens. At Arnie's big barbecue buffet spot, one night a month, We're going to have a chicken fried night. That's right. I said it. Chicken fried night. Now, you can get chicken fried steaks. We'll have those. Well, we'll have those ready to go for you. And if you go over here to where the the, the station that's covered up most of the time, we're going to uncover it on the first ever fried night. Oh, you can get deep fried ribs. You can get deep fried. Everything can be deep fried. Everything can be chicken fried on chicken fried night. 
and that's when you go over to the sink of deliciousness. That's right, I said it, the sink of deliciousness. Where you can go over to a spigot and you can turn that handle and country gravy will come out. And then there's another handle where nacho cheese will come out. I'm telling you right now, I'm changing the world. I'm changing the world as we speak. One bypass at a time. Arnie's big barbecue buffet spot. Angel investments being taken now. In Arnie's buffet, you'll be waiting for your table, and you can sit in a closed booth with a window that opens up, and you can show a display of today's food and desserts. Booth comes with a roll of toilet paper and garbage can, so when you finish, slop like an Amsterdam strip club, so I've heard. Oh, the lines will be out the door. Uh, like I said, it, it, Bobby Flay, you can wait in line, you son of a bitch. Gordon Ramsay, I'll let you cut in because you're going to bring TV cameras. Not that I'll need the extra exposure because I will be a Michelin star chef by then. We'll be awarded every Michelin star there is for barbecue. Not Bill Cosby's pudding fountain. No, no, we'll probably stay away from that. We will serve pudding there. Going to have a cream corner and nacho cheese wrestling specials on WrestleMania weekend. Be Coop, those are wonderful ideas. This is why you're an angel investor. Because you ask the important questions. Oh, man, Cream Corn Wrestling on WrestleMania weekend. Sign me up at Arnie's Big Barbecue Buffet Place spot. Damn it. All right, enough of this. 775-357-FANS is the number. We got to do listener mail next. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. Hit me up on Mixler. Happy hump day, everybody. Stranger, I hope there's no danger. You think I'm getting off of my range? Oh, but I calculate you're from my state, and though it may sound strange, I allow is how you're from Texas. You talk a lingo, I understand. I bet my kill that you hail from Texas, cause there's no mistake.
from my state And though you may think it strange I'll now is how you're from Texas You talk a lingo, I understand I bet my kale that you hail from Texas Cause there's no escape in the sound You've got a smile like an acre of sunflowers And your eyes are blue bonnet blue Shake hands, it's grand you're from Texas Cause I'm from Texas too From three to midnight on the Corpus Christi Bay. I'd get off and drink till daylight, sleep the morning away. I'd plan to take my wages, leave the rigs behind for good. But that life, it is contagious. Gets down in your blood I lived in Corpus with my brother We were always on the run We were bad for one another But we were good at having fun We got stoned along the seawall We got drunk and rolled a car We knew the girls at every dance hall Had a tab at every bar If I could live my life all over It wouldn't matter anyway Cause I never could stay sober On the Corpus Christi Bay My brother had a wife and family You know he gave them a good home but his wife thought we were crazy And one day we found her gone We threw her clothes into the car trunk Her photographs, her rosary We went to the pier and got drunk And threw it all into the sea If I could live my life all over It wouldn't matter anyway Stay sober on the Corpus Christi Bay. Now, my brother lives in Houston, he married for the second time. He got a good job with the union And it's keeping him in line He came to Corpus just this weekend It was good to see him here He said he finally gave up drinking Then he ordered me a beer If I could live my life all Stay sober on the court. 
because we have come up with the greatest business of all time that will that will be built somewhere near my my strip mall of Arnie beating children where I show up and if your kid's getting bullied and you don't want to teach your kid to fight back for a nominal fee you hire me ages 8 to 15 because I'm tougher than every 8 to 15 year old out there and I will assault the bully at like I said a nominal fee but that's just part the the fangless rattlesnake uh, home security company all that kind of good stuff pales and compares Donnie's big barbecue buffet spot now, I thought of a couple things here during the break because everybody's going crazy about it, having nacho cheese wrestling on. on, on we, we can't get ahead of ourselves too much here. I, I got a little ahead with deep fried night, chicken fried night. First thing I want to point out as we're, we're building this dream together, all you guys and gals that go out there and y'all hunt and y'all hunt these wild animals like elk and deer and and, and whatever else you you, you want to hunt and eat, antelope, I I, I don't know. Um, hey, more power to y'all. Y'all y'all go ahead and keep that on your grill. I'll just do. We aren't gonna we aren't gonna we aren't gonna do like special nights for that. Because there's just too much of that. We here at Arnie's Big Barbecue Buffet Spot. We serve real meat. Now does that mean chicken too? Yeah, we're going to have barbecue chicken there, of course. Turkey, you're pushing the limit now. Now, the one thing, and then I'll stop talking about it and we'll get to Lister Mail. The one thing that will get you asked to leave and then permanently banned ever from coming to Arnie's big barbecue buffet spot, I actually had this dream a few nights ago and it woke me. And I'm not kidding about that. It's hand to God shit here. One of my biggest fears in this house is a certain somebody operating the barbecue. Terrified of it. Terrified. But then I thought, okay, maybe he figures it out. Or whoever I'm talking about. 2.0. But this was the dream I had the other night. That he had been, you know... Doing pretty well on the grill, so you know, can't say anything to him. And then he decides that he wants to grill some fish. And I, I got to say, it, it literally woke me because I, 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 I will lose it. No. At Arnie's Big Barbecue Buffet Spot, one location. If you ask, what is the fish of the day, you'll be asked to leave and permanently banned from said restaurant because we don't serve no goddamn fish. Not even for kids. No, there won't be grilled shrimp. No, that's fish. That lives in the ocean. Go to Red Lobster. They have endless amounts of it, allegedly. Hmm. No fish. I was wondering if you could buy it. Arnie, have you ever tried barbecue salmon? No, no, I haven't because I don't like it. It's gross. Ain't enough tartar sauce in this damn world to fucking cover up that taste. No. Uh-uh. 
Look, look, look. If I feel like eating sushi, I'll come back to Sacramento and eat sushi. Because I like sushi. I used to, but then Texas here sushi is not that good. I don't mind that. But see, if I'm going to the big barbecue buffet spot, Arnie's big barbecue buffet spot, I'm not, don't know. There ain't, ain't going to be a smell of fish in there. Uh-uh. You're going to think we're going to be having the damn cream corn wrestling that night. <laughs> yeah, I went there. I'm sorry. Oh, what a beautiful oh. morning. Welcome to Mail Call. Oh! Scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call. Uh, it is time for your mail that you write to me at arnieradio1 at gmail.com, and I do my best to answer you all. Brought to you by our dear friends at JS Floors, the best flooring store in the West. The rest, oh, friends. Oh, gosh, the humanity of this. You would think with all these crimes against humanity, they'd be out of business. Uh-uh. Those shit of Stan Prince has got some pull. Because the rest, they like to secretly replace your coffee when they're at your house for an estimate. No. No. Not with Folgers Crystals. They, 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 they switch your coffee out with roofies. And then they film you and a trans senior patient having sex covered in Folgers Crystals. All to the light, to the delight of those shit of stand princes. It's disgusting. It's gross. I don't even think Jesse likes coffee, let alone Folgers crystals. Do you think he's gonna do that to you? Of course not. He's a floor man, not a roofie fella. If you want the best floors known to mankind, call my friend Jesse at seven seven five two six seven. Four, one, two, three. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? All right, all right. We've we've been asked to to help, so help we will do, and we will do it starting in the form of singing. Yes, I have a dip in. If you have some problems, I'm here to help. Fat or slim, tall or short, straight or even gay, the show I was on before has gone way beyond I have to free 
so much. Thank you. I, I can't believe what a classic I wrote with that one. Now, one more. Uh, this is a long-distance dedication to my gal, Braddy Kid, out there. I know you like this one. routine to that one choreographed and everything called Paul Abdul up and I said hey I need a choreographed dance to my my version of this she hopped on a plane we worked something out quick 30 second routine bam bam boom I'll have to put out the video sometime uh this one is uh from Will it says dear Arnie I was hoping that you could help me out with the situation and I'm in dire need all right ass family Said dire need. Christopher says the rest, dumb as fuck as they are. Heard my advice about oysters. Forgot about the part of having a wife first. So they just ended up in a room together awkwardly staring at each other. Very strange. Um, I'm in dire need. You see, I have a first date coming up. Oh. Oh, do you? Hold on one second here. Uh, we can help with that. Um. Uh, Ah, I have a first date coming up with a girl who I've gotten to know, and I think she's great. I don't want to overdo things, Strangers in the night, but I want to look good without trying too hard. Glances, Any suggestions? What were the chances we'd be sharing love before the night was through? Thanks, Frank. Appreciate that. Um, all right. First date. First of all, Will, you're putting way too much pressure on yourself. You're writing to me to ask me. You're thinking way too much about this. Will, you've had plenty of first dates before. Probably. That's why you're still single. No offense, but it's the truth. The, the best... The best thing I could say, <laughs> no Sanchez family, not a giant butt plug in a rose. Uh, fly casual, but don't look like you're flying casual. Um, first of all, just accept the fact of who you are first. 
you're a goofy, nerdy guy, or I don't know, I I I, I don't know who you are. Bro. If you're into sports and things like that, don't, don't, don't look, look, be you. Be you. Think of this girl as a friend that you want to nail. That, 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 that's what you're thinking about. You, you've gotten to know her, it seems like, and you're finally asking her out. You finally asked her out on a date. Look, as tempting as this is, do not Facebook stalk them. Do not find out where their favorite restaurant is, what their favorite flowers are, what their fa- all that kind of shit. That'll look like you're stalking. And, Will, I imagine that you've already done that. I imagine, Will, that you probably have a reservation at her favorite restaurant, but you're not telling her because you want to surprise her. And when she says, how did you know that this was my favorite restaurant? I always try to say, if you really like somebody, always be honest with them. You can't be honest here. Oh, I saw it on your Facebook page. Okay. That'll immediately, if you use that line at all during the date, this alarm will go off in her head. See, we're trying to avoid. Now, if you ask her what kind of food she likes, and and she's like, oh, I like everything, then find a restaurant that serves everything. You ain't got to take her to the... The, the, the fancy, the kitchen there in Sacramento. I don't know where you're writing from. You ain't got to take her to the French Laundry. Hell, if you know this girl, you know what kind of girl she is. Maybe she's a Chili's or Applebee's type girl. And by the way, I stand fast. The chicken nuggets, if tossed in hot sauce, would be called boneless wings. I stand fast on that mountain. That's all they are. They're chicken wings, but they're chicken nuggets. It's the same fucking thing. I said Applebee's, so I thought about it because they have, like, all you can eat, which we'll we'll test the boundaries of that, I guess. All you can eat, boneless wings. So chicken nuggets. But spicy. Find a good place to take her. Be yourself. Be honest. If you like dorky shit and she asks you the shit you like, tell her the dorky shit you like. The best advice I can give you on this first date is just be yourself. Don't try to don't try to overcharm her. Don't try to and and by the way, every guy, the reason why I'm giving you this advice is because I've done all this. The one solid piece of advice I will give you is. Your penis does not need to make an appearance unless asked for. Don't just, you know, slide it out at the end of the night going, well, this is what you could have. Penis in pants unless she's agreed to it. If she uses the phrase, give me that schlong, can I see your cuck? Boy, I would like to suck you off. Those are phrases that, uh, that, that allow the Mr. Penis to come out of the pants. But if she says, hey, I had a really good time, don't, do not, whatever you do, keep it in. Be honest about who you are. If they can't accept it, then they're better uh, before you got invested. Yep. Tried it. It was gross. 
just go something about Mary style, rub one out and relax. If this is the first date and you guys are friends, the hard work is already done. She already knows it. Uh, just enjoy one time together, seeing if the spark and the end of the night. There you go. That's great advice. That is great advice. Who hasn't dated since the Clinton administration? I'm kidding. I don't think you were probably dating then. You were probably too young. Uh, what if she says two in the pink and one in the stink, Arnie? Now, now, uh, whitewashed? Let me tell you, this is why you're in the advanced class. Because that question right there is a doozy. That one right there. That means she's willing to let you do stuff to her. But she still has to be the one to unleash the hounds, if you will. If she says two in the pink, one in the stink, that means you put two fingers in her vagina and one in her butthole. If you never knew what that was, the shocker. That is not an all-points bulletin for cock. She has to initiate it. I was like eight or nine when Clinton was in office. Okay. If you kick the pink, you get bonus points. If you lick the pink, you get bonus points. Oh, there you go. So there you go. That's a great question, though. Fair question. But we'll... we'll I do the last part to make you laugh. Yeah, don't tell her you're on the golf course and you were smitten. Thank you, Panda. I haven't dated since W. Okay, I was pretty close. I was pretty close. One administration away. When she asks your favorite thing to eat, don't say ass. <laughs> ass. Unless it's true. I mean, man, y'all can be having it. Like I said, like Alicia said, y'all can be friends already. She goes, you know, there's one thing I don't know about you. What do you like to eat the most? Ass. I mean, you're coming pretty good. That's coming strong. Now, I wouldn't recommend that. I would think she was actually talking about food. I'm not saying don't do it, but it's not on the highly recommended. Like in the percentage of scoring... That that's taking it way down. And and whatever you do, whatever you do. Answer the fucking questions. Don't play the bullshit game. If she says, What's your favorite food? Don't look at her and go, Well, what's your favorite food? Okay, are are y'all six? Are y'all six years old? Don't don't play that game. If she says, What's your favorite thing to eat? And you 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 decide to listen to my advice and not say eat ass. You say, I don't know, ribeye steaks. You have to answer before then you can ask. And let me tell you, if she's one of these girls and and you give the answer and she goes, yes. I'm going to tell you right now, night's over. That right there, that ends ends everything. (laughs) Yes. Because the first thing that that, that comes to your mind is cock. But once again... I do not recommend that. I, I, I'm not saying it's wrong to say that. I just don't recommend it. Uh, maybe start off with pink taco. Definitely date multiple women at the same time so you don't have to appear desperate. 
There you go. Oh, I have another date in 15 minutes. We hurry this up. You're going to touch my wiener or what? Will be yourself. Have a good time. Find a good place to eat. Have good conversations. Limit your uhs and ums in conversation. And whatever you do, th- th- this is even a stronger point than the no penis rule. And it, it, it look, the no penis rule is fucking da. This rule is even da da. After the first date, if you utter those three words that start with I and end with you and have the word love in the middle, what you'll need to do is fly to my house. I'll give you the address. You knock on my door, and I get to slap you in the face as hard as possible, and then I turn you on your way. That is your penance if you say those three words on the date. If you pull it out, I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to go, what are you, an idiot? But if you say those three words after the first date, you're getting the hand. A lot of people would call it the hand of God. I'm not going to call it that, though, because that, that's, that, that's a little much. I like it. I don't mind when people say it, but I'm not going to say it. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? This is from Bert. It says, Arnie, I got a steak question for you. I'm new to the whole grilling, smoking world, and I wanted to know from what you make, uh, uh, from what you, you, you your, your steaks look so good when you post photos of them, I'm 0 for 5 so far when it comes to making steaks. That's from Bert. He'll get pained. I've had a few ex-girlfriends say I love you, and I used to say, oh, thank you. (laughs) That's nice. Right back at you, hon. If you do the right back at you, hon, you have to do the old giddy up. All right, so, Bert, you're new to the grilling, the steak world. Uh, Look, I don't know anything about smoking at all. I, the one thing I know about smoking meat is I don't have the patience for it. I just don't. I hate heating up the oven. I think that when I turn an electric oven on and I put 450 degrees in, it should be 450 degrees within, I don't know, 10, 15 seconds. For some reason, it takes 20 minutes to heat up. Pisses me the fuck off. So I don't have the patience for smoking meat. Grilling, though, I can help you out. First things first, Bert, is don't listen to idiots like me. Don't watch the TikTok videos because a lot of those people are accomplished pitmasters slash chefs that do this for a living. As an amateur steak maker, and I haven't made a bad steak in a long time. I always leave my husband's meat smoked when I'm done. <laughs> of course you do. Um... Get yourself a good piece of meat. That's your first. It, look, look, get yourself a good piece of meat. And I can probably tell what's happening with you right now because you're, you're new to it. And it, this happens to everybody, so you have to learn about it. Get yourself a good piece of meat. And you can still use choice. Choice is fine. I like USDA Prime, but I'm, I'm a hoity-toity fucker. Now, let's say you get a ribeye. Because that's, that's the only steak I ever recommend is ribeye. 
Other steaks are fine. If you like New York strips, you can like New York. So you, more for you. I want all the ribeyes. That's all I like It's ribeye. T-bone's not bad, but it's not a ribeye. My biggest complaint about a T-bone is it's not a ribeye. Grilling steaks is a six-minute rule, three minutes per side. a half flip on each side, and sides flip to grill cross marks. Okay. I'm, I'm not out. I, I don't care about the presentation because it's going to look like shit when it comes out. But if you want to do it that way, that's cool. <clears throat> Bert, the first thing you have to realize is how do you like your steaks? Do you like your steaks? Rare? Do you like them medium? Do you like them done? If you like them done, then I would say sell all your barbecue equipment immediately because you do not know how to eat meat. That's right, I said it. But if you like it medium to, to, to rare, and rare is the extreme, the hoity-toity way to eat steak is medium rare. A little bit of red on the inside. No, it's not blood. There are enzymes. The cow has been bled to death. <laughs> There's, there's, there's no more blood in the cows. Oh, I don't want that bloody thing. Oh, hot mama. Fuck your mama. Hump day. Says happy hump day, ass family. Your out says medium rare. That's the way to go. Look, look, that, that, it, 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 but it's an acquired taste. So once again, get yourself a good piece of meat. There are hundreds of ways to season the meat, and maybe you're not seasoning the meat. There's a lot of ways to do it. My dad taught me, and I grew up marinating it in Italian dressing. I would marinate it overnight in Italian dressing. And I loved the taste of it. It was fantastic. And then my palate changed a little bit, and I got a little bit better at grilling. So mainly for me now, it's salt and pepper, maybe a couple other things that I put on there, and I load it up. It's all dry on there. Now, maybe you're not seasoning the steak enough, okay? Here's the big part that you need to do. And I didn't realize this for a long time, but this has changed the game for me. Is you let it come out and and get to room temperature before you put it on the grill. Do not put it on the grill cold. And I imagine that, Bert, is probably what you're doing, hopefully not frozen. But you got to let it get to room temperature. That's usually 10, 15 minutes on the counter. You can cover it with a a paper towel. And then you go out and you grow it. The the three on each side, I I have a new technique that I'm using now when I I barbecue and when I grill. Uh, I have a big old cast iron skillet. Shit, I still got to clean that son of a bitch. And I put, I I, I, I preheat the, uh, the, the barbecue. And I got my cast iron skillet in there getting hot, and I got at least a stick of butter in there. And by the time it gets up to about 500 degrees, I put my steak in there. Now, depending on the thickness of the steak, you have to, you have to play around with it. And if you get a real thick steak, it's about three minutes for me, for me to personally like it. This is a big old hunker of a steak, and I got a couple of those coming up. That's about three minutes aside in the butter. 
And then, because of my taste, and this is my taste only, you can say I'm ruining it here, I cover it with barbecue sauce, and then I put it on the hot grill to sear that barbecue sauce flavor in about a minute, minute and a half on each side. Now, you can let it rest all you want. I'm not a big fan of that, but I understand people do it. I still like to eat my meat kind of hot. But depending on the thickness of the steak, that's how you have to judge how long you cook it. You can't go by, and I appreciate what College Station there said. And by the way, College Station, I haven't done this for you in a while, so... Um, the stars at night are big and bright. So... The three-on-three-on-three, on three on three, it, 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 you have to watch those things. If it's not a very thick steak, you got to watch that. And this is why I'm deathly afraid of getting a piece of real Wagyu. Because you can only eat, like, a, a portion of it because it's so rich. You cook that for about a minute and a half on each side before you turn that shit over. There's no set time to cook any piece of meat. They're different shapes and sizes. The only surefire way to cook a good piece of meat is by temperature. Very true. Uh, yeah, I agree, Mr. J. Just use a meat thermometer. 125 is usually perfect. Yes, room temp. I like the taste of steak, so I only put Montreal seasoning on it. Oh, there's so many things that you... I saw somebody cover their steak, not with only salt and pepper, but with mayonnaise. And they grilled it up, and it looked great, but I, I, I've still yet to pull the trigger on that one. I don't know if I could do that one. Thank you for the walk-up, son. You're welcome. Yes, Cowboys Grill, love Montreal steak seasoning. Hey, there's so many steak seasoning. I got Nolan Ryan rub right now. I, we, 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 I got everything. I'm still just mainly a salt and pepper guy. And the, my new butter technique, I really, really like that. So it's my new. It, it's not a new technique. It's just new to me. Now, now, one thing I will tell you. If you get something, uh, there, was a, there was a butcher shop in Lincoln. Or not Lincoln, uh, Auburn. And uh, nicest people in the world at Longhorn Meats. And they used to give me what they called the, the, the caveman ribeye. And this was a no-bone ribeye. But it was about two pounds. And it was about two inches thick. And I'm, the first time they gave it to me, I fucked it up. I mean, I fucked this thing up. And then I learned how to cook. And if you get a steak that that's big, that 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 the 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 one thing I will give you this is is the the thing is what I like to do is I like to take it out, char it on both sides for about four minutes because this thing is gigantic. Then I bring it into a preheated oven at four hundred degrees with a cast iron skillet in there, butter. Put that steak in there for twenty minutes or for ten minutes, and then flip it at ten minutes. Unless you've got a convection oven, then you can cook it all in like fifteen minutes. You take that out. I made that for my dad, and he told me to my face that was the greatest steak he ever had. Marinated once again in olive oil. Just want to put that out there. My smoker has Bluetooth meat thermometer. Live updates on my phone. Yes, indeed. I recently saw someone use mayo. It's just a binder. I don't use it. Occasionally, I'll use mustard. My favorite barbecue seasoning right now is chupacabra from Two Gringos. Okay. Mayo does the same thing that butter does. If you're more comfortable with butter stick than that, the mayo leaves no noticeable taste. 
You see, do you want have much greater effect on tape? Okay, all right. Oh, I understand they use it as a binder and then it crusts up really nicely. I put Montreal steak seasoning on everything but steak. Salt and pepper cooked on cast iron is the way to go for me. See, I have to have some grilling on there. I don't mind the cast iron. I don't mind cooking it in cast iron. It, it's fine. But I, I still got to have some grill on there. I, maybe it's just uh, it, maybe it's just an ode to my dad because he used to always he would only grill or broil steaks, and I like broiled steaks too. Rhino says I use the touch for my taste, uh, but for perfection, I recommend a remote thermometer. Had a $120 steak in Canada. Sounds ridiculous, but I would crawl through broken glass on my knees 300 miles to have it again. The bone was a handle. Oh, you had a tomahawk. Tomahawks are fantastic. But, see, tomahawks, you got to cook those because those are big and thick, man. Those are tough. They're tough to cook. Canadian beer sucks, though. It's all about barbecue chicken, all right? Arnie, that's not grilling, though. That's a great way to cook a steak, but not grilling. Well, it's kind of grilling. I'm using the grill. And there is barbecue sauce on it. I always have to have, once again, a a note to my dad. And a lot of people say, oh, God, how can you have barbecue sauce on a steak? Because it's good. Get that mixed up with it. And and by the way, I am so simple. Uh, But I I just make uh, baked potatoes. I don't need all kinds of stuff. This weekend, I'm making baked potatoes. I think I'm making some baked beans this week. I haven't made baked beans in a while, so I need to make some baked beans. Tomahawks are the best to grill. I've done it a few. Delicious. If you want a great steak, go buy some uh, Vide machine and throw it over a hot iron cast for two minutes aside. Bam! You can cut it with a butter knife. Okay. I don't do it, but the catchphrase is a good way to not say it. Frank's Red Hot Sauce. I put that shit on everything. A remote thermometer, Bluetooth. When did grilling become so Jim Z wankfest? You can a few minutes, flip it, a few more, and you're done. Yeah. I, I've got one of them thermometers that shoots, but I got that for chicken wings because I'm a terrible fryer. Look, I, <laughs> ogre, come on. See, this is why Ogre and I are going to share a porch someday. We're going to share rocking chairs on a porch one day, and we're going to watch that meteorite hit the earth. I might hold his hand. I don't know. Because Ogre can relate to this. Do you know how we used to check steaks? Cut into them. My dad would fucking take the steak, put it on the plate, and goes, is that done enough for you? I'd cut into it, and it wasn't. I'd be like, yes, sir. Shit would come out bloody-ass red. I didn't care. Because if I put it back on, he wasn't going to be happy. But, yeah, that's the way we used to do it. Now, and by the way, by the way, by the way, there's nothing wrong with Bluetooth thermometers and all that kind of stuff. Look, grilling and smoking has become an art form. It really has. It's amazing to watch. I watch all the barbecue competition shows. The ideas these people have are amazing. But it's a lot of work. That's why I don't do all the barbecuing and all the grilling and all the smoking, because that's just too much work. Steak is good. Steak, about three minutes aside, boom, let it sit there for a couple minutes, 
cut into that son of a bitch with your baked potato, you're golden. That'd be my last meal. That and uh, at least four gallons of Dr. Pepper. Because if they're going to electrocute me, I'm going to be smelling that place up like Dr. Pepper. I love my Maverick Brew Tooth Thermometer. I put it in brisket, pork shoulder on the smoker before I go to bed. Sets alarm for highs and lows. Go to bed. Sitting outside for 12 hours takes a lot of beer. Yeah, and, and, and like I said, this is an art form, and people love this. Look, if you don't know everything about World War II and you're over the age of 40, then you are a meat smoker. And if you don't do either of those, I don't know what, I, you're meat. I just watch sports and watch wrestling. And I cook what I like to eat. And I eat at places that I like to eat at. I, I'm not a big, uh, I, I'm not a big wanderer when it comes to the food world. Like, I, oh, wow, look at this Mediterranean place open. Yeah, I, uh, no, uh-uh. No, I don't, I don't think so. They're going to have a lot of fish, right? No. Ooh, look at this. Ma- Mama's Cafe. Oh, they got fried chicken there? I'll eat there. Uh, ever, anyone ever eat rattlesnake? Uh, I've eaten rattlesnake. Real tough. I want to try rattlesnake, but fuck that stuff. It, 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 it's, it, it, look, it does taste like chicken, but it's more uh, stringy. It's not as tough. Alligator is very tough. If alligator is not made right, it's very, very tough. Rattlesnake, which I have eaten, it's real stringy. There's a local butcher shop that sometimes has rattlesnake. It's like $120 for a few pounds. I want to make rattlesnake chili, but only for kings and queens, maybe for Christmas. Wow, that's expensive, rattlesnake. Fuck, just go out and hunt a rattlesnake. Hear that rattle go off, cut its head off, boom, you got chili meat. All right, next mail here, because we are in the middle of doing uh, listener mail, by the way, if anybody's wondering. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. It's here. Listen up, it's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Arnie, football season is finally here at last. I know the NFL doesn't start for another week, but we have college this weekend, as you know. Yes, I do. Three days until the Longhorns beat the shit out of fucking rice. Do you have a Final Four teams playoff idea yet? Mine are Michigan, Georgia, Clemson, and LSU. What do you think? That's from Gary. Well, I'll tell you this. I'll give you, I'll give you one of my teams. I, I'll give you two of my teams. Because I want you to listen tomorrow when Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy's on. Because we are going to be talking college football a lot tomorrow. Two of my teams, and one team I absolutely hate is in there, and that's USC. I think USC is going to get all the early, early polls because they have a returning Heisman Trophy winner. They're going to have to really shit the bed this year not to be in the playoff. And I'm hoping that happens. I don't think it will, though, because the pack, the pack, whatever it is, pack 47 is weak. 
The other team that I'm putting in there will be the Georgia Bulldogs. Now, I don't think Georgia's going to be near as good as they were last year. They ain't got Stetson Bennett no more. I know they got a lot of returning players, and they got their head coach and all that kind of stuff, but it's tough. They're going for three in a row. But I'm still putting them in the playoffs. To hear the other two, you have to listen tomorrow. Ogre says the final four will be Texas, 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 and Texas, and your national championship will be Alabama or Clemson or Georgia or rigged. I might put Texas in there. I don't know. You'll have, like, like I said, got to wait for tomorrow. That's what we call a tease. That's a tease in the business. I think Don's husband needs to stop writing to get ideas for that other show. <laughs> he would actually probably sign it, dumb, dumb. Oh. Uh, but, yeah, so tomorrow, Lake Tahoe, Joe, we got, we got Ryder Cup to talk about. We got all kinds of sports to talk about tomorrow. But the main thing is going to be college football. Because I can't wait. And his Cornhuskers, oh, shit, the women's volleyball game is tonight. If anybody has any downtime and you're on the Internet, check out the Nebraska women's volleyball team playing at Cornhusker Stadium. I'm sure we'll hear about it tomorrow. Uh, (laughs) All right, next one here. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Hey, Arnie. I was just wondering if you've heard any updates on the strikes going on in Hollywood. I heard there was an offer. Being a mom of three at home, I need content, and I mean a lot of it. That's from Stacy. Uh, House Spain says USC's dreams will die on November 12th when they go uh, to Auzine and my ducks stomp their monkey asses. Hey, I'll, I'll, I'll be rooting for you. I don't see that not happening. I don't know if USC is really that good. I mean, honestly, I'll get uh, Stacy, I'll, I'll help you out here in a second. Hold on. There's a lot of teams I'm seeing in the top 10. And I kind of shake my head at. I go, you know, that just doesn't really pass the smell test there. Michigan, they pass the smell test. But I think that... I think a late season loss will wreck Michigan's season. And Michigan's known for that. That's why I, I can't trust Michigan. And I like Harbaugh enough. I, I'm not an anti-Michigan guy. I'm not a. I'm not an Ohio State fan by any means. Alabama, they're always going to be tough. Everybody in the SEC. Well, not everybody in the SEC. Alabama, Florida, Georgia. If it's a crazy year, Auburn, LSU will probably be real good. And it was a tough for me to to take Georgia because my other two teams are not going to be SEC teams. A lot of people have two SEC teams in there thinking that's a rite of passage. It's not. And it took a lot for me to take Georgia over LSU, but I hate Brian Kelly so much that I would never put Brian Kelly in there in the playoff. I don't want to see him ever win. I look at it, Penn State's in the top. Why is Penn State in the top ten? But they, they, they get a new recruit of fucking 14-year-olds there. 
Stacy, uh, uh, I have heard that the writers were offered a deal. I don't think that I, I think that we're probably now waiting on the um, the negotiating of the said deal because it's not we're going to offer you this deal you take it or you don't. They're going to have their revisions to the deal and they're probably working on that right now. I I don't know I haven't heard anything if it's close or not but I'm with you Stacy. Hey after last night's justified season finale I'm ready for next season. Like, I don't want to wait. I want it to happen right now. Like, I want, I wanted to start right when the last episode, when the episode ended last night. I wanted the new season to start right away. So, Stacy, I feel your pain. I'm ready for new content as well. All right, next one here. Let's keep it going. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Dear Arnie, I just wanted to say thank you for your take on the world today. I think that there are a lot of people who think exactly what you say, but the problem is the guilt, as you call it, and I agree. I don't understand how it makes them not say anything. Keep it up, Arnie. Listener for life. That's from Sandra. Well, thank you, Sandra. I appreciate that. The, the, the reason why people, a lot of people don't talk the way I do and don't speak about things the way that we speak about here on the show, it, it's twofold. Number one, uh-oh, I might have a good fight here in a second. I'll, I'll have to check. Um, number one, if it's not politically correct, they, they, they're going to feel guilty that they say the truth, whatever that truth is, they're going to feel guilty about it. And number two is if they don't feel guilty about it, there's going to be a mob saying, oh my God, I can't believe you said that. And they're going to turn on you because once again, we all have to have the same ideas on everything. We all have to march to the same beat of the same drum. We can't disagree with each other anymore because that's rude and that's violent if we disagree. Disagreeing is violence. Just as much as Larry Elder was the black face of white supremacy, disagreeing is violence. Unless they disagree with you. Then it's okay. Then it's fine and Jim Dandy. You're going to see more and more people start talking this way, though, because people have had it. People are fed up with the bullshit. People are tired of hearing about these multimillion-dollar deals happening for the president's family. He's not a royal, for Christ's sake. Hunter Biden is nothing more than a cokehead fucking bastard kid. Yet he lives in a $15,000 house in Malibu. While you have to go to work each and every day to bust your ass to cover your mortgage, to cover your expenses. While he's all done it at the behest of the taxpayer because he doesn't even pay taxes. And people are saying enough. Enough. 
not to mention all this bullshit with the former president where they're putting him up on charges. By the way, uh, I'll, I'll have a story here in a second. There's alleged video conversation or audio conversation of Joe Biden, quote, burying himself. So we'll, we'll see what that means here in a minute. Um, but that doesn't surprise me. Mage! Round here, we speak American. Okay, yeah, but- Mage says, good morning, ass. AIG. So, uh, for me, the other team I'm watching is the CU Buffaloes because of P- Coach Prime. I just really want to see what he can do. Their first game is Saturday against TCU. Yeah, that is the, uh, that's the opening game on Saturday on, on Fox and, um, I got to say that I am interested in that game. That could be my big pick of the weekend because I'm hearing more and more people run down the CU program. They're talking, and and it's a a 20-and-a-half-point spread. It was last week, and Joe and I will talk about it. That is a game I'm very interested in, Mage, because I I love Coach Prime. Deion Sanders, look, he talked all kinds of shit, but he backed it all up. Stop him. That's all you got to do is stop him. Shut him up. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, my gosh. Looky there. Hey, cowboy. Sassy Pammy. You're not just doing this to make your wife jealous, are you? Yep. Yep. Hope you're doing well today. Rhino says, I guarantee my Illini will get the W this weekend versus Toledo. After that, not looking good. As a straight white alpha male, disagreeing is literally a terrorism. Oh, it is. Oh, it completely is. Disagreeing is violence. Dr. Pepper was out this morning. Pepsi sucks. Oh, Donald. Donald, no. Donald, where's yours? There. Days never finished. Master got me working. Someday master set me free. Oh, the struggle is real, my friend. I understand. All right, more mail to go. We got two more. Two more to go. Okay. Get all the sound effects all in the right places. New people joining the show. Gotta say hello to everybody. Um. Not bucket. It's time for mail call. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? This is from Tony. It says Arnie. I'm just wondering what does getting old? Why does getting old suck so much? I recently aged at the age of 43. 43, mind you, exclamation points, I saw nose hair sticking out of my snout. What in the actual hell? Oh, Tony. Tony, 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 you whippersnapper. 43. (laughs) I remember my first nose hair. This is a part of aging that, look, aging's horrible. From 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 the cracks, the pops, the booms, getting out of bed in the morning. If that's not enough to punish you, you maybe you have problems sleeping, all that kind of stuff. On top of everything, for some odd reason, this fucking nose and ears hair, ear hair, not ears hair, ear hair. 
starts to run wild like Hulkamania. It took you to 43. I wish. Nose hairs were like mid-20s for me. I, I, was, I was about 30 when I started really noticing them. And I noticed them on my dad more than anybody, and my dad would never do anything about it. My dad would have a fucking full-on forest growing out of his nose. He had a mustache, so it kind of worked. Except when, like, the, the nose hairs were getting more gray and they weren't the same gray as his mustache. He didn't care. I got him nose clippers so many times, he didn't care. I, on the other hand, care. I absolutely cannot stand the feeling of a nose hair touching the bottom of my nose. If it looks like I'm picking my nose, I'm not. I'm trying to fucking yank the fucking nose hairs out. Now, I know that nose hairs are needed in the nose, and that's why I don't go and wax. First of all, I don't know. If you pull that out, I'll probably lose a gallon of fucking blood. But ear hair is the one that creeps me out the most. And there was an incident a few weeks ago. That scene in Logan where he's getting out of bed in the morning and he's moaning in pain and stiff. That is me every single goddamn ever-loving morning. (laughs) Getting old sucks. Whoever says it's great, getting old needs to be dragged into an alley and given a cigarette and shot. Snort, uh, nair, Tony. Totally works, trust me. Oh, God, that would be... Oh, oh. Snorting nair? Oh, that stuff stinks as it is. Tony, eat a dick. I had to get a cortisone shot in my hip at 42. Ear hair. So, so we're uh, we're at we're at the grocery store. And by the way, by the way, I'm at the grocery store picking up all my old man pills. We're in line at the pharmacy, so I'm feeling old as it is. And there's my beloved, my betrothed, standing right next to me, as she's staring right at my ears. Now I, I'm gonna. I am a very narcissistic person. I am. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm super narcissistic. But when it comes to staring at me, I know there's something wrong. There's something off. There's there's something on me. I've got barbecue on my ear. I I don't don't know, but she's staring, and she's smiling because she knows how much it drives me crazy. She's listening right now laughing so hard, and it was for the fact that I had a single ear hair protruding out, meaning it grew like wildfire, and I didn't feel it. And there I am walking around the store, big old fucking ear hair hanging out. And I'm going to tell you right now, we didn't even put groceries away when we got home. We got home, I sat down, I said, get your tweezers. She got her tweezers. We took we, we took the ear hair out before we took the ice cream out. 43, you're a baby. Just trim your nose hair. You're old when your bones hurt and your wiener stops working. Amen. And to God, the year my dad died, my ear hair and eyebrow hair started growing wild like some dormant Irish gene kicked in. I have to pluck and trim that shit on a weekly. Oh, I'm going to tell you right now. Hey, ogre. I, oh, ogre. Go to CVS. I know that y'all got them in in New Mexico. You gotta look for the uh, that that weird looking like uh, nose trimmer 
but it, it's not a circular one. It, it's only one blade, and uh, it, it can trim, like, eyebrow hair and shit like that, and it has a little attachment on there, and you just comb through it, and it cuts it down. Oh, I highly recommend that product because I, I, I don't know what it is. Fucking, I, I'm starting to fucking grow like Eugene Levy. Forty-two years old plus twenty-two years climbing towers equals one hundred and seventeen years old. Yeah, you are an old man. My barber cuts the ear hair and touches up on the eyebrows. Nose hair gets yanked at daily or cut with the clippers. You're you, you know how to play the game, Chaz man. I once got my ear hairs lasered off. It worked so far. My man hates his eyebrows. They're starting to grow like crazy. He pulls them out. Oh, because we can feel it. You can feel that shit. Now, I ain't going to be like some, you know, senorita who's hanging out with the, you know, the 475 Locos. I ain't going to paint no damn eyebrows on me and get them all jacked up. But I will trim the shit out of them eyebrows to where it looks like sometimes I don't even have eyebrows. You give me a couple weeks, I got eyebrows. But, Tony, this is a part of growing up. This sucks. Tony, your pubic hair is going to go gray, too. Just letting you know. Yeah, it, it changes. The stress, it changes it. I would have my barber do that, Jazz Man, but looks like I get walking in their bald head is just too much. Yeah. Yeah, you don't, I, I don't go to barber shops. Every once in a while, I think about letting a barber shave my head, and I'm like, yeah, it ain't worth $50. Not bucket. It's time for mail call. Welcome to mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Last one here from Mary. It says, Arnie. I just wanted to give a shout-out to Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy. I never thought I would look so forward to his segments, but he just makes me laugh. Got to tell you, when he starts to frustrate you, that is some of the funniest shit I've ever heard. Well, I'm going to save this letter for Joe tomorrow. I'll read this letter to Joe. Uh, He will appreciate that. I love having Joe Murphy on the show. Uh, It it, it brightens it. It makes me forget that we still have one more day until the weekend because Joe is such an just an uplifting force on this show. I love it. Sorry, Twitter has me all sensitive about my spelling. 40 years plus playing hockey as a goalie, and I'm paying for it every day. Totally worth it. Oh, absolutely. Christopher says, so what? Do I have about 10 years left before I think about this shit? Um... Christopher, uh, you need to start guarding yourself right away. There's no, there's no right time to start clipping nose hairs. You, you got, you got, and 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 look, hey, you you come from a hairy people. Hispanics have some thick black hair. I'm gonna tell you, one day you're gonna be getting on the bus, and hopefully you still got your your beard and mustache. If you ain't got your beard and mustache, and you're getting on the bus, and you got a couple of fucking Stove pipes coming out your snoots. Kids is going to be scared. Keep an eye on it. I found that the the, the people from Persia descent, or, you know, like, like, like over there in that part of the world, you know, Durdistan and Shittistan, all those kind of places. Um, well, that's India. India's fine, but it's dirty, yeah. Stack car, we don't need it yet, but... I noticed that they, they grow a big old clumps of hair in their ears. Now, I don't know if that's like they, 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 they're humankind 
and and they're having to fight the you know the sand blowing in there, and I don't know if that's part of their defense, you know, build up. You wake up one morning with an ear tickle, and there will be like a half inch long ear. Oh God, that's the worst. That is so bad. Mm mm. Mm mm. And I shave my head, and I'm not very good at it. I, I've gotten a lot better at it. I mean, I've only been doing it for like 20-plus years. And I'll miss spots because I get going too fast. And I'll cut myself because I get going too fast. The worst is when I miss some neck hair. I'm getting out of the shower, and I look, and I see this big old clump of neck hair. I'm like, fucking Christ, I went out in public with neck hair like that yesterday? My dad had the cauliflower clump of ear hair, and I said, fuck that, tweezers every week. Oh, yeah, you have to. Uh, All right, we'll keep going here. Right now, I'm driving down the road to yank out my nose hair with tears running down my face. Yeah, it happens. Because I'll tell you this right now. When it comes to nose hair, if I find one, oh, it is my quest. No, 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 no. It's not a duty, it's a quest that I have to I have to pick that thing out. I don't care where I am. I don't care if I'm in the middle of traffic. I don't care if I'm in a dentist appointment. If I find that nose hair, it's it I will not I will not relax. And I think I know why. Ogre, you'll know this. There's such a gratifying feeling when you yank that nose hair clean out. Oh, it stings. I'm not going to, but it's it's that good sting. It's that sting that says, yeah, daddy, you're still alive. See, you don't get that sting with nose clippers, but I use nose clippers. like I've got a, a set of nose clippers in the studio. I've used them on this show. But there's still nothing. And I hate when I feel one during the show because I will fight it. My man shaves his head, and it's the same way about neck hair. Oh, it's the worst. The nose hair sting is so worth it. Is. It is. It, it, it is like our reward for going on this quest. I found it with my big old sausage fingers and I was able to hold it down and, and, and squeeze it tight enough and yank it out all in one pick. I mean, when I see the white part of the root, I'm like, hell yeah. Didn't have a chest hair until I was 35. Now my nose eyebrows donates enough to make George the animal jealous. Oh, yeah. And those fellas out there, and I, I don't call them men. I'll, I'll call them fellas. that shave their chest hair, I ain't got time for you. I shave my arms because I got tattoos on them, and I don't like my tattoos to be covered up with hair. And I'll shave the hair off my state of Texas tattoo because the state of Texas ain't hairy. But when it comes to my chest, uh-uh. I earned that. Chest hair I earned. Growing up, man, that was, that was, that was the root of manliness was chest hair. If you had chest hair like Burt Reynolds, you were going to score. 
Because chicks dug chest hair. And then all of a sudden, guys started waxing, started shaving their chests. I ain't talking about no swimmers, neither. I'm talking about, you know, buff dudes. I'm like, come on, man. You're putting estrogen in your system there. You're shaving your chest hair. You earn that. Didn't you ever see, like, like if your dad wanted you to eat something terrible, hey, eat this asparagus-covered Brussels sprout. It'll put hair on your chest. And you, you would fall for it every time as a kid. You'd eat that shit, slam it down, and that night you're checking for chest hairs. I think I was like 17 or 18 when the first ones popped up. I'm like, oh, my God, it's happening. I'm finally becoming a man. I think that's when uh, the first time you get a clump of chest hair, that should be the bar mitzvah for Jewish kids. Now, maybe that is 13. I don't know. That's when you know you're a man. I shave my chest because it cools me off 10 degrees in the summer. Can't do it, man. See, that's part of being a man. There's rules for being a man. Being a man sucks. Mm-mm. If you're a man, you are never, you never are comfortable at a temperature setting in a house. Why? Because you don't run the house. That's why. Either it's a friend's house or it's your wife's house. But you never get a temperature setting that you like. This is why you invest in fans. You want to cool off? Buy a fan. Don't shave your chest. Be a man. When, 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 when fellas are walking down the street, do you think that we want to be closest to the street instead of you? Hell no. I want to throw you in the street half the damn time. But it's part of being a man is that you got to walk close to the street side. So if some crazy driver comes and sideswiped you, she's saved. Part of being a man. You open doors for people. Pull out chairs for people. Do all that bullshit gentlemanly stuff. Why? Because that's part of being a man. And you ain't going to get thank yous. You ain't going to get high fives. You're not going to get tips. But you're being a man. And we are, we are lacking men in society because we've told men it's wrong to be men. We've told men that, oh, women can do everything. Nobody said you couldn't. That, that, that's my favorite part about this whole thing. I've talked about it so many times I don't even want to talk about it anymore. I, I went on a date one time, got a girl, uh, got the door for the girl, first date, and she goes, I can get my own goddamn door. I said, well, you can get it and get out. Date was over. Sorry, not sorry. Nothing says manly like a linked-up gold chain due to chest hair. P standing up, write your name in the snow, motherfucker. Mic drop. Don't want tips. That is what she wants. Men want tits. Look, being a man, being a man's tough. It, it, it is tough. It's rough. 
It's not as hard as being a woman. Y'all got to give birth. I'll gladly sacrifice getting sideswiped by a car than shitting something out of my body and then it living for 80 years. Anything that comes out of my body is dead. Mm-mm. Y'all got it the roughest, but men ain't got it easy either. We got to sleep close to the door. Somebody breaks in the house and they shoot. They shoot the man first. Never understood that. But okay. You know, sometimes it's hard to be a woman, and that was said by a woman herself. It was. Like this week, it, it probably sucks being a man in Florida right now. Not that it's ever a good time to be a man in Florida. But you got Hurricane Idalia there. Is that the name, Hurricane Idalia? Experts sound the alarm. Landfall over Florida's Big Bend is a Category 3, hundreds of thousands without power. Is this the wrong time? Is this it? Because I haven't even been watching coverage of this because I don't believe in this one yet. It's right around in the right name category. The I, J's, and K's. Those are usually the best storms. We'll see how, how this is. But once again, once again, you live in Hurricane Alley, okay? You live there. Being a man there would suck because, you know, every year around this time, from the middle of August all the way to about November, you're going to be spending everything that you make at Home Depot buying big old gigantic boards to put on your house. Because I don't think, I, I think you only get one use out of those, right? So you got to board up your house, then you got to make sure, and then you got to be in traffic all day leaving the state or getting to higher ground. Part of living in Florida. And as a man, you got to take care of all that stuff. Not saying women can't, but that's your job. Your job is the protector. You protect your family. My first clue would be to move out of a state that gets hurricanes like that every year, but I digress. Uh, dude is heading to Florida versus Adele stopping for a Vegas show. God damn it. Come on. Hello. Yes, hello. It's me. Yeah, it's not a hurricane, you, though. I was no. wondering if I. after all these years you'd no. like to me. No. No, it's I. It starts with an I. It's not your name. It's Idalia. Big storm. They're evacuating people left and right. Look, I, 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 I don't get all worked up over it. You know, I, I feel bad for the people. Don't get me wrong. It's not like a new thing, though. I'm not saying that you deserve it. I'm just saying, don't be surprised. Man, we're going to see floodwaters. What, in a hurricane alley? No, you're kidding me. No, I think the Red Cross should be there. I think everybody should be there. Find folks at Tide who bring the laundry equipment because people need clean clothes for some reason when everything is shut. 
I don't understand that one either, but hey, that's not me. It's just part of it's part of the world you live in. If you live in a bad neighborhood and you got a nice car, guess what? It's going to get vandalized. The end. Now, am I saying don't buy a nice car? No. The old phrase is true. You reap what you sow. You got a fancy-dancy car and you live in the hood and you don't run the hood, you ain't king pimp in the hood, your car's going to get vandalized. Your car's probably going to get stolen at least once. Nature of the beast, scorpion frog, all that kind of stuff. And that's what living in Florida is like. And I wouldn't want any part of it. Living in Florida would suck because you know that you're going to get hit by a, a hurricane at some point. It's horrible. Speaking of disasters and shit like that, everybody who came out and was blaming the climate change for the Maui wildfires, and I'm not going to get into the fucking shooting laser weapons from China yet. I, I don't want to get into that. Please don't get me into that. If you live in Afghanistan, there's going to be a suicide bomber. Pretty much. It's like people are surprised about airplanes around airports. Yeah, I love it. Every, every five years or so, you always get a story about somebody who's suing an airport over noise. Hey, dummy. Hey, where's the sound effect? Where's my man, L.A. Knight, ruling the world? Dummy! Yeah! Yeah! You move by an airport. You wonder why you got such a good deal? Did you think it's because the broker liked you? Do you also think that strippers are really interested in what you do for a living? They gave you a good deal because it's a shitty place to live. You live under a flight pattern, you're fucked. It's like assholes that buy houses on golf courses. If you don't think your house is going to get hit by a golf ball, what are, are you that dumb? And I ain't talking about houses that are like two blocks off the golf course. I'm talking about their backyards back up to the course. And somebody hits an awkward tee shot, and it breaks through your window. Now, the United States Supreme Court ruled on this in the state of Florida. I looked it up. The golfer is not responsible. Now, I will tell you this. I have broken my fair share of windows, and I have paid for them. Why? Because of the golf gods. That's why. Because it's the right thing to do. That's why. And mainly, I played that golf course a lot, so they wanted me to, you know, do good things there. But you live on a golf course and you break a window. I mean, what do you think was going to happen, sport? (laughs) It's so stupid. Uh, There are serial sewers for airports. There are. Oh, it's fucking amazing. I have friends who moved from California to Florida. Even with the hurricanes, they love it. Good. Jalapeno. So you can hit golf balls and windows with immunity. Time to play golf in Florida. Down with the patriarchy. 
I mean, it is. It really is. Uh, Trash Bandit, you nailed it. Don Imus covered this a long time ago. This is this is logical thinking. You're in a nightclub, for God's sake. What do you yeah. think is going to happen yeah. in a nightclub? People are drinking and doing drugs. Yeah. There are women there, and uh, and the people have guns. So yeah. anyway, go ahead. There you go. They do. You live on a golf course. You have morons that are playing golf for the first time and hit a big snap hook, and it goes through your fucking bay window. Huge orders, Phil. Catch you all tomorrow. All right, Rhino. Good to hear. The best part is the noncommittal, yeah. Like, no shit, Don. Yeah, I, I love those people who get all mad at that. So, uh, so Hawaii, it wasn't climate change that caused the wildfires. Um, the state's main power utility company and down power lines are what's being blamed for this horrible fire that happened that wiped out Lahaina. Not global warming, not climate change, not too many plastic straws in the ocean. It was good old-fashioned shit luck. That's all. Oh, and by the way, um, I just found this story this morning. Once again, we're, we're, we're blessing. We're blessing the fine people of Hawaii with $12 billion, or we were going to give them $12 billion, but we're blessing them with $700 per person, which I think is a grand gesture. The Biden administration announced this just this morning, I believe. Um, let's see. A new package of security assistance for Ukraine to meet Ukraine's critical security and defense needs. It includes additional mine clearing equipment, missiles for air defense, ammunition for artillery and HIMARS systems, and over 3 million rounds of small arms ammunition. This package will help Ukrainian forces on the battlefield and support its air defenses as Russia continues to launch brutal, brutal strikes against the people of Ukraine, including attacks this past week that, ha that have taken the lives of innocent Ukrainian civilians. The Kremlin could, send, could end this war. They can end it today, anytime, by withdrawing its forces from Ukraine and... 250 million more dollars going there. But the people in Hawaii get $700. Hey, $700 can get you a pu enough palm leaves and coconuts to build a new hut. Just ask Gilligan and friends. It's lava Ukraine. Fuck Ukraine, safety guy says. What? Like it or not, that's what they, they're going to do. While we have Americans who are trying to put their lives back together, $700 at a time. Mm -mm -mm. All right. Braddy Kid sent me something. Let's see. Crazy shovel-wielding fight in Mississippi. One man bloodied. Okay, I got to let the ad play out here for the shy. Terrible show. Billions is a way better show on Showtime. First of all, we got a bunch of Southerners, and we look like we have a special needs kid there in the back. Oh, somebody got a two by four. Daddy got a two by four. 
Oh, my God. Two by four to the head. Good Lord Almighty. I haven't seen a move like that since Stan Hansen. He's not all right. You knocked him out. You hit him with a fucking two by four. You going to prison. He pulled a gun? No, he ain't a gun. He's just pointing his finger. Okay, oh my God, now a guy has a shovel. That dude is busted open. This looks like Dusty Rhodes' Ric Flair, 1984, the Omni. Come on. Oh my God, shovel to the other side of the head. Down goes Dusty. Down goes Dusty. Oh no, he's getting in his truck. Oh my God. Oh. Well, oh, and he hits the car. Oh, oh my God, shovel to the truck. Get out of the way so he don't run you over. Get in the house. Get in the house. This son's a bitch is crazy. Get in the house. Oh, here he comes again. Oh, he drove over their trees. Oh, and he drove over something else. Well, Bradley Kid did it again. She has done it again. She has found us the fight of the year. Look, I, I'm sorry. I, I'm just going to tell you right now. It's going to be, I enjoyed the Alabama fight, the guy swimming. But we had a two-by-four from Hacksaw Jim Duggan. That's a way better one there. And then a shovel attack. You know what? I I, I gotta I gotta rewatch that. I'm, I'm sorry, I have to. This is too good. This is Southern people right here. This is what it's like to be in the South. I don't know what this dispute is over. Maybe uh, maybe it's how you make your baked beans. I'm not sure. But oh my God, this is so good. Oh good Lord, let's watch this shit again. It's Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Stop. Daddy! Daddy! Daddy, get inside! Oh, right there! Bam! Duggan nails him with the two by four. Now, Junior, the shovel guy, he has a gun. You're going to prison, old man. You're going to prison, old man. You ain't going to prison. Oh, he just he just swiped Junior's hand. Okay, Junior's giving up the gun. Junior's he's taking the gun back. What's Junior getting? There's the shovel. Oh, he's hitting his arm now. Oh, this is this is art. Oh, no, God no. damn. No. Yeah, cha, 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 cha. You ain't gonna touch me twice. Please, please. I didn't touch Woo. you. You goddamn did. I didn't touch you. Please, oh. please hurry. Please. Oh, my God. Oh, that is that. Oh. Due to the audio effect. Look, look I'm, I'm just call, I'm calling it right now. That one's going to be the toughest one to beat of the year. You know what I'm going to do? You know what I'm going to do with that? We're going to save this one in our receipts band. 
Yeah. We're, we're going to keep this one till the end of the year. This is the first time that the Chinese kick the guy who kicked the woman holding the baby down. It, it, it's being it's being it's being topped, and it's mainly due to the play by play. Daddy, daddy, bravo! Oh man, that just made my day. That is sunshine happiness right there. That weren't no fight. That was a demo reel for the WWE, brother. When she said, Daddy, get inside, was that sexual? Where's Ross with the call? Yeah, we, we, we need Jim Ross. Where's Jim Ross when I need him? Dude, that guy took a two-by-four to the head and then a shovel to the head and still got up. I mean, he was busted clean open. Like, you see him fall to the side, so obviously he's razor-blading himself like they do in wrestling. He's blading himself like Abdullah the Butcher. And then that shovel hits him, and he fucking falls back again. He blades himself again, bleeding from both sides of his head. Fight of the year. Well, I tell you what, the last couple days we've been lucky. We got the we got the throat punch stiff arm of the year yesterday in a high school football game in Texas. I don't know what I I, I wish I knew what this was all over. Oh, well, let me let me let me uh click on the story here. Uh, oh, it's just a video. Group of Mississippi men got into a battle with a shovel and a wooden plank, leaving one dude drenched in blood. Okay, well, all right. God damn, that was awesome. Oh, man. I know awesome, and that shit was awesome. If we're an AEW event right now, they'd be chanting, This is awesome! Everybody get to see the story yesterday about the 12-year-old kid who got kicked out of class? 12-year-old was kicked out of class in Colorado Springs for having a Gadsden flag on his pa- a patch on his uh, backpack. That's the don't tread on me flag, the rattlesnake, which, by the way, was flown in the Revolutionary War when we were getting our freedom from Great Britain. It's not just a cool song that Metallica sings. It's not something that just the tea, the, the, the tea party brought up a, a, a few years ago. It's actually a very historic flag, very important to our country, as a matter of fact. Yet this young man was kicked out of school because... Here we go. We got the audio of it. Do they know what the Gadsden flag is? That it's a historical flag? So there, um, the reason that they do not want the flag, the reason we do not want the flag is due to its origins... With the slavery and the slave trade. Um, by the way, uh, she said slavery and the slave trade. I'd like to point out that these are educators. These are the people in charge of your children's minds. She said that the flag's origins root, meaning that's where they come from, in slavery, which it doesn't. 
It comes from the fact that we did not want to be held down by a tyrannical fucking king anymore. It meant freedom. And this lady, an educator, says, no, it's rooted in slavery in the slave trade. I'll continue the video. The Gatsby button. The don't tread on me. Mm-hmm. Which is the Gatsby button. Okay. Um, She's like, I don't okay. care. So he, he, um, he's, what's going to happen if he doesn't take it off? He, I mean, he is able to go. I was actually just telling him, like, I was upset that he was missing so much school. I'm like, ah, so I asked if, can he just take his stuff out of his bag and go back to class? Like, no. I just want him to go back to class. The bag can't go back. It's got patch on it because we can't have that in and around other kids. So that's what I was trying. And then he said you were close. So I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, it has nothing to do with slavery. That's like the Revolutionary War patch that was okay. displayed when they were fighting the British. Like, that wasn't, that's the revolution. Maybe you're thinking of like the, um, the Confederate, pa- arm, Confederate flag. <laughs> okay, I, so okay. I am just history here history to enforce. Enforce. No, I am here to enforce the policy that was provided okay. by the district. And oh, so it's a district problem. You have every right to not agree with it. I mean, because yeah, yeah, the ACLU says that he's allowed to wear that. If you like go on their website, it's like says in big so letters. I, all I, all I'm saying is that unless there's like a ban on patches, period. Like if you said there's no patches allowed at the school, you cannot display what you think or anything like that, or what cheer or anything like that. Um, I, I don't. I think it's like one sided, you know, because. You allow some patches, but not other, other patches. Other kids have patches, like other names, and like the American flag and backpacks. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad he brought that, that up. That was like. That's my favorite because if you watch this video in here, I'll share it with you. My favorite part of the entire video is this: is where the video is being filmed, obviously in an office in a school that's controlled by dumb people. Um. Oh, I wanted you to get back to class so we can control your brain. Um, the Gadsden flag is the don't tread on me flag. Ogre says, um, it was created by Ben fucking Franklin, an abolitionist, meaning he was against slavery, and a Quaker. You can tell she went to college. The level of stupidity can only be a product of higher education. That's crazy. I didn't hear the audio, but I saw the picture of him next to the teacher's car that was full of stickers. They'd be okay with a BLM flag patch. You're goddamn right they would. This flag has to represent, it represents everything that America stood for. Christopher says it represents American spirit and freedom against government oppression. Oh, it's rooted in slavery. It has nothing to do with slavery. Absolutely, positively, zero to do with slavery. And you're an educator. You should be embarrassed. This woman should be fired immediately. Now, if you want to have a no-patch policy, a zero-tolerance policy on patches, it's your school. Do what you want. Okay? I've given up. I'm I'm not going to say fight the good fight. Just If they have a zero-tolerance policy, fine, no patches. That's great. But my favorite part of this entire video, this entire video, is that you see this teacher and this young boy sitting under an American flag. 
Now, if you would like to talk semantics, we can talk semantics. If I was that boy's mother, fuck, I'd be putting out all the time. Uh, but uh, if I was that boy's mother, I would say that flag right there behind you is offensive to me, and I think you need to take it down. My son won't go to school as long as you have that American flag up there. And this isn't an anti-American flag rant. This is using their argument against them. There was a little march that happened in around 1920, 1919, when this America, when America was just finding its own part of World War I. And there was a very, very powerful political group out there. Now, they didn't really run for president, but they were very, very political. They were like, they were like a union before unions. And they all dressed the same. And they all had the same belief system. And by the way, it was all funded by the Democratic Party, including the governor of Indiana, not to mention other congresspeople. And they decided to march on Washington. And they wore their same matching outfits, were all white robes with white hoods. And they were known as the Brotherhood of the Ku Klux Klan. A million of them. They were marching on Washington, D.C. And there are people watching this march. There are people doing this. Now, I've asked people this in the past a number of times. I would like for someone to show me a Confederate flag in that march. Can't find one. I would like for you now to show me a don't tread on me flag, the Gadsden flag in that march. Oh, you're not going to find that one. You know what flag you find in there? That there are thousands of in this march? Is the American flag. The stars and stripes. Now, why have we not banned that flag? It's a symbol of racism, isn't it? Oh, you can ask a number of people on different groups, and they'll say the American flag is the most racist flag out there. Yet, for some reason, we still fly it. I bet from over they looked like an egg crit mattress cover. Confederate flag, heritage, not hate. Look, look, the Confederate flag is not the Confederate flag. People call it the Confederate flag, but it's not. Confederate flag did not have the stars and bars. The stars and bars were a, a regiment flag. And it was cool looking. That's why people like it. It's cool looking. The stars and bars are badass. But it was not the flag of the Confederacy. And by the way, the flag of the Confederacy, it probably shouldn't be flown because they lost. They lost the, the act of northern aggression. Now, I know that we, we, we hold up losers nowadays. For some odd reason, those losers, they don't get to be held up. Everybody gets a trophy except them. So, parents out there, I got to tell you, I do not envy y'all. I don't envy y'all to have kids in, in elementary school, junior high, high school. I, I don't envy you whatsoever. 
Not for the simple fact that, well, kids suck, but for the simple fact that now you have this teaching you. A woman who doesn't care what the truth is. She just cares about the policy. How's that education? All you care about is the policy. That's all you care about. So you don't really care about educating these kids. Do you know what you're doing to this kid? I imagine this kid, this 12-year-old, doesn't want to be the fucking center of America's attention. This 12-year-old wants to probably see a set of boobs. That's what he wants. He's 12. He's excited to go home, play Nintendo, maybe sneak a look at a Playboy here or there. He doesn't want to be on the controversy of a fucking patch on his backpack. And his backpack is it looks like a military-themed, if you could see it, it's camouflage. It's going to take you a minute on that one. Is is that next? Is camouflage next going to be? Is you, you can't have that. You can't have army logos on there. You can't have navy logos on there. What if your parent is in the army or the navy? You can't have that logo up there. Oh, because it's it, it's rooted in slavery. Oh, okay, okay, I see. Can we not call them teachers anymore? I don't want to call them educators. What are they? Babysitters. Stars and bars can mean different things. It depends on who's waving it. I refuse to believe that the American heroes, Bo and Luke, were ever evil racist. They were proud Southerners and patriots just like Arnie. Look, if, if you know what it's about, if you take the time to really, really, really do a deep dive, like so many 40-plus-year-olds have done with World War One and World War Two, especially, and then they got into smoking meats, Do a deep dive on the Civil War. See what you find out. And when you do find out the truth about the Civil War, the act of Northern aggression, as I like to call it, you'll probably have a different understanding on things. I thought Playboys are non-nude now. Oh, hey, man, at 12, you know, hey, fucking Sears catalog could do it for me. Propagandist Sawyer's dad. Oh wow, Sawyer's dad late to the show today, but he's still here, which means a Monday warrior mean mean strife. Today's Tom Sawyer mean mean. There we go. Good morning, Arnie. Of course, camouflage will be next. All racists wear camo. Not all. Yeah, I I I know it's stupid. I was called to bring my daughter a shirt when she was in junior high because they didn't like the Hooter shirt. I'm really grateful my daughter is 21 and out of school. 12, it still does. Yep. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, last story here. What, what am I going to pick for the last story here? Oh, this story is fucking terrible. Maybe I'll save the terrible one. Uh, let's see. What, what happened to that story? Teen? Oh, Maryland team. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's a good last story here. Uh, Triple Mama 5, what would you send me here? Oh, this shows the, the teacher's car full of propaganda. You had to know something bad was going to happen to you. Oh, that's her car. Oh, oh, th- this is her car. 
and all the shit she has on there. That's funny. That is really funny. She has a don't mess with Texas fucking sticker on there. Was this in Texas? I didn't think this was in. I, I, whatever. Oh, no, it's in Colorado. But she has a don't mess with Texas sticker on there. Okay. All right. This happened in Waldorf, Maryland. 16-year-old. This is a sad story. And when I tell you the verdict of this story or, or the, the reason for this, it's even sadder. A 16-year-old accused of stabbing another 16-year-old will be held at a secure juvenile facility in, until a hearing next week. The suspect faces second degree and multiple other charges in a fatal stabbing of Namia Lagon. The judge... Sherry Betty Arthur reportedly told the court that the incident was in a dispute. A dispute over sauce. That's right. This is a dispute. Someone was stabbed to death over dipping sauce. I can't make this up. I can't make this up. What kind of savage raises a kid that will stab somebody to death for dipping sauce? Look, I know I've probably threatened that a number of times. At about 2.10 a.m. Sunday morning, a group of young people stopped by a 24-hour McDonald's. First of all, what in the fuck is a 15- and 16-year-old doing out at 2.10 in the morning in Maryland? It was revealed that an argument started inside the car over the fast food sweet and sour dipping sauce. Before turning physical, the teens who were still near the eatery got out of the vehicle and the fight continued. We don't have video of this yet. Defense attorney said the suspect stabbed in self-defense after getting jumped during the fight. Prosecutors claim that the surveillance video showed the fight had ended when the suspect lunged toward Lejeune and returned to the vehicle. I'm doing this story last because it's so fucking terrible and so bad and it's so stupid. This is where we are. We need to get better as a country. We shouldn't have people stabbing one one another over McDonald's sweet and sour sauce. Now, I'm sure that the violence was far deeper rooted than that. It's probably somebody stole somebody's boyfriend or gave him a hand job or their nails look better or their ratchet or this or that. But when you do go to prison, 16-year-old, because you murdered someone, I want you to know that you're going to prison, not for stabbing somebody to death, but for being upset over the fact that you ain't getting enough sweet and sour sauce. You're willing to give up your right to vote. You ain't never going to get no job. Over sweet and sour sauce. 
Just remember that. That's what we're raising. That's in the streets. That will be leadership of our country someday. Thank God I won't be here to see it. Nothing good ever happens after 2 a.m. Never, Sawyer's dad. It has to be Chick-fil-A sauce to fight over. I mean, that would be the one. If I'm going to fight it, it sure as shit ain't over the sweet and sour sauce at McDonald's. Hell, their barbecue sauce is better than that shit. That is going to do it for us today, ass family. I hope that you had a fun ride today on the show. I sure did. Tomorrow, Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy will be here, and we have college football to talk about tomorrow. So until then, please remember every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, ass family, have a wonderful day. Have a great, have a stupendous hump day. And adios, everybody. Take me to Texas 200 years ago Where a pride rose from the ashes of San Jacinto Still beats in every heart Like a battle cry Where I was born, where I was raised So when I die Take me to Texas On the open range The Rio Grande is in my veins It's heaven there And so my prayer Is that you'll take me anywhere In Texas, the only home I know I'm a child of the Alamo And the Yellow Rose Take me to Texas Where my daddy worked Where his blood and sweat and tears Are still in that red dirt While Palomino's run Cowboys are kings And if I stray too far I'll let my lone star dreams Take me to Texas On the open And so my prayer is that you'll take me anywhere in Texas The only home I know I'm a child of the Alamo and the Yellow Rose So when I go, take me to Texas And in your mama's eyes So even if you try to move away You'll end up on some road somewhere With your thumb up in the air When they ask you where you're headed You'll just say Take me to Dallas, Fort Worth, San Antonio Houston, Marino, Galveston Closest thing I've ever seen The heavens above Mexico I'm a child of the Alamo And the Yellow Rose So when I go Take me to Texas
got to beat the man, pal. I coined the phrase, I am the man. Woo! Diamonds are forever. And so is the Arnie State Show. Woo! You've been listening to the Arnie State Show at ArnieRadio.com. Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Goodbye. Bye. He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.